1933. My daddy owns the globe. The whole of America is abuzz with talk of expeditions to the Antarctic. Look at this, Jim. The Adelaide Penguin. So delicate, so fragile, so unique. Hand me the eater jar. Starkweather and Moore lead a group of scientists, engineers and journalists to investigate the ill-fated Miskatonic expedition and try to understand the massive mountains found on the ice. Are these instruments right? RPGMP3.com presents an iconic adventure from Chaosium based on the writings of H.P. Lovecraft. Are the Journey beyond the mountains of madness. Click beep. I hate that bitch. We're on, kids. Here's your handout and apparently a nice picture of a cat. It's mine. Okay. Do you want to put it in the handout? Yeah. You might need nice these. That's her first picture. You might need those. They're all yours. They're the handouts you received last session. The pink cat that wore The reason we were mildly late is that I was printing out 37 pages of handouts just in case you needed them. <laughs> huh? Glad you didn't hear that. Something, uh, 30 pages of handouts. Yeah, 37 pages of handouts. Um, you can read. <coughs> no, I'm not reading. David can read and we can have some more. What was that word again, David? Oh, God, we had that last night, too. What were you <laughs> Oh, brazier. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, as opposed to brazier. <laughs> that's so funny. I was like, no, that's Brazier. And I was like, I know how it's spelled, but that's not how it's pronounced. <laughs> There's a flaming Brazier in the corner. Yeah. yeah. It's obviously, some, obviously some feminists passed through. Do you think any feminists listen? I don't know. There might be some. I heard somebody refer to feminists the other day as feminazis, which made me laugh. What was that? Oh, I saw that. Oh, yeah, well, well, it was on Project Runway. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. Do I need it? What? Nice. What do I need? I don't think you'll need any right now. You I might not need many. We're, we're, it's a rarity. Cthulhu, really, to roll dice. That's a lie. You can roll dice a lot. Feminists just lesbians with too much time on their hands. Ooh, you're recording, mister. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> He's a kid. He doesn't know better. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, look, I'm gunning for you. <laughs> Teach him better, <laughs> goddammit. Mm-hmm. He's across the table, I can't smack him. It's alright, I saved him up. Go for it, Al. I'm not going to smack him, you might get to like it. Then, I'll... <laughs> then we'll have to get goggles and take over. No, goggles would want to be smacked. Oh, yeah. oh I see. I see. He's so much in my house. What? Wow. <laughs> You probably charge a lot. Yes. Do you remember where you were? <laughs> it's been... Hang on, let's have a look. It's now the first of the first, and our last game... Oh, first of the first of the eighth. Happy New Year. Second of the first? First yeah, of the first. Happy New Year. Bloody hell, that's New Year's Day. Uh, our last game was on the 23rd of the 10th. Yeah, like we remember anything. So, yeah, that was, that was a while ago. So, I'll give you a brief synopsis of what you did because knowing we'd have some downtime we were because researching of stuff. The whole time. That guy told us some stuff about the expedition. Man knows. Actually, I think we were flying there. To where? We're. No, you weren't. No. You weren't nowhere near the Arctic yet. What you'd done is you'd been recruited. <laughs> I thought we were getting a plane over there. Like you were doing something, yeah. but we'll get there. Hang on. You'd been recruited. You had your interviews. <laughs> You'd had your interviews. You have visited Professor Pabodi at the university. 
who was a guy who came back, the guy who invented the drill that you're going to be taking up to the Antarctic. Um, and he told you lots of stuff, and he doesn't really want to go back there, and he thinks it's a scary old place. You looked at the exhibit of stuff that they brought back, and mostly it was rocks. Um, and you found something called the Summary Report, which I believe you read, and it was massive, that mm. told about what had happened and how it was bad and so how somebody had got lake had gone up to his camp. What the world knows about. That's right. The Summary Report. The um, thing that when the hears heard yeah. being read zoned yeah, out for a little while. Yep, that's right. Everybody zoned out, which is good. But it's good. You've got it as a handout so you can refer back to it. And you were on your way to speak to Mr. McTie, I believe, at the big transmitter. <clears throat> if that makes sense. You remember? Or do you not remember? I remember October. Kind of. Okay, <laughs> yes. Um, Can you anybody were... remember if I did have I'm sure I didn't I can't remember what kind of accent. Yeah, I had a wandering Transylvanian, <laughs> Jamaican, English, American accent. Well, isn't it recorded? We can listen to it. Ned was <laughs> like internet. Ned Play was it back like on the Scottish Good you. Have a good night, like sleep. Scottish or something. Yeah, I'll try. Oh, Scottish? Yeah. Oh, well, I tried. You reminded me of Sean Connery. <laughs> night, night, Sam. Night, night. That's a nice little cloak you've got going on there. Night, Charlie. Ooh. You look tired. There you are. Oh, oh. Helping. Oh, careful, Sam. Don't stand on his cloak. <laughs> You'll end up ass over tit. There has to have been an easier oh, way to do you, this. Alright. They were going to take you like it. Come here. Jump up. Put speed on my lap. Hey, we're you passing go. you around. <laughs> Ring me around. Yeah. What are you reading, Matt? Night. Night, you. Love y'all. Take your clothes back. Take your clothes back. He's so cool. This gets wound up. What? Right, where were we? Yes, you were off to, you'd seen Professor Pabodi, who told you basically nothing other than he doesn't want to go back there. Um, and you were off to see Arthur McTie, who has a radio man's job at Kingsport Head Transmitter. It's a very nice guy's bag you have there, Diamond. Yes, it is. A special, special person made it for me. Looks like mine. <laughs> Except for yours is embroidered with a name and mine's yeah. not. So that's what okay. you were doing. You'd already spoken to Mr. Pabodi and you were heading off up to um, Kingsport Head. Uh, then you were, essentially you were doing, you'd had your initial interviews, you'd been, you'd met each other and you were going to, through some social party if I'm not mistaken, um, and you were told to come back to New York at a later point to... Um, Actually, start chapter one. You've I'm been sure talking. I started writing some stuff down. You probably did. I don't yeah. remember which book it was. No, you know. Um, you were told to come back in September, and um, that's when the expedition was going to get ready to go. But for now, you have a little bit of time to um, have a bit of an investigate around the previous expedition, which is what you were doing. So you were going to see Arthur McTie. Was this the plane that you were? You you flew. I believe, yeah. from New York, where you've met, over to... I believe he works at Miskatonic. That's it. Yes, he does. He works at Miskatonic. From Miskatonic, you can drive up to Kingsport Head. Yeah. yeah? I'm a lady. I don't drive. I'll be doing the driving. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> what are you doing? Good grief. 
kind of sandwich are you eating? Nice sandwich, I like that. Okay, you arrive at Kingsport Head, which is uh, a couple of miles from Arkham, which is where Miskatonic is, by the way, just in case you were wondering. It's in the town of Arkham. Which doesn't mean anything if you haven't read any of the books. But it's his fictitious town. There's a wiggly dog tail and an upside down cat just appeared. That's so funny. Right, you arrive at the big transmitter. It's a big transmitter. That's very exciting. Well, shall we see if anybody's home? Okay. You knock on the door. Oh, we knock on the transmitter. Hello. You knock on the transmitter. <laughs> Man comes to the door. He's a tall, angular fellow in his we'll late twenties. We'll get him 20s. down in a minute. She's banging on the <laughs> transmitter for some reason. With a shock of black hair growing back from a widow's peak with long hands and a wide expressive mouth. <laughs> oh, he's all looks like a vampire, isn't he? Yeah, a little tiny bit like a vampire, yeah. Vampire in a bad business suit. He's a poor vampire. Kind of like Hi! Hi there. And they saw they begin. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Are you the folks that called? Yes. Ah, coming in. Coming in. You go in, it's filled with equipment. It's a big transmitter. It's designed to relay Don't signals. Don't knock on anything, okay? Come on, no, we'll go on in here. Please tell me that. He takes you into a sort of side oh, room right. that's obviously used by staff for sort of relaxing and chilling out. There's uh, some coffee on. And he makes you all a pot of coffee. So, how can I help you folks? Want to know about the transmitter? Uh, yes. Okay. Rambles on about the we transmitter. I'd like to know everything you know about everything. That's relevant to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, be a little broad. <laughs> I am a broad. <laughs> so, yeah, the transmitter. I've had a job here for a while. It's good. We relay signals up and down. Why is everyone so Southern American or Transylvania? Y'all. Y'all. <laughs> it's because I got stuck in Penelope Pit Stop that time I ran um, <laughs> I ran um, My Life with Master and somebody generated a character out of blue that ended up sounding like Penelope Pitstop and ever since I've never been able to break out of it. You're so lame. Apparently. <laughs> uh, this is so not anything so, that I'd uh, be interested in. What do you know about the uh, last expedition? Ah. You mean the one to the Antarctic? Yes. Ah, well. Are you part of that stark weather thing? Yes. Oh. You may have heard of us. I'm Janet Attenbrain. Oh. Everybody. Yeah, it was um, not so great. Yeah, my father was on the last one. Really? Who was he? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Yeah, yeah. He was one of the pilots. Yes. Oh, I'm really sorry. Rock. Okay. The Mountains of Madness. That's what Dyer called them. I guess they call them the Miskatonic Mountains now. Incredible things, God in heaven, like hallucinations. They reached up so high. Wait a minute, how did... Shut up. <laughs> Impossible peaks and spires. And evil. They looked evil. I think they were. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I, I give you not a... Not a good place. I'm trying. Yes. Give me, give me a North American accent to work with. 
Oh. Hello. That's not North American. <laughs> New York. New York. Ned, talk. Yeah, Ned's Ned's been Ned's been everywhere. He's got do your Jersey accent. Water down. I've been telling you so long. I got the Southern going. Jersey. 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 I don't know. Jersey Shore. I can't talk like that. You can read out this crap. I mean, this stuff if you want. Yeah, I wouldn't go back. Why wouldn't you go back? It was a horrible place. It was evil. What happened? Nobody can tell us. Yeah. You think that Lake went up to the mountains and started finding things in a cave under the ice. What kind of things? Rocks? Well, the original summary said uh, when it came back, did you not read the papers? It said uh, some they kind of papers. some I kind like of strange fossils and fossilized things that shouldn't really have been there. But when we got there, all we found was, well, bodies and things. What type of bodies? Dead bodies. Human? Yeah, the lake's crew. The wreck of the wind had come through and a massive storm had destroyed the camp. What do you think happened? I think a massive storm destroyed the camp. Well, from what we've heard, the injuries were not consistent with a massive storm. So what? therefore, it was something much Who? more dramatic. Are you working for one of them tabloids? No, what I'm just injuries? trying to find out what happened. It was a storm. It kept us grounded for days where we were. It was worse up by the mountains. Did they bring the bodies back? No, they most of them are buried up there. Your father's buried up there. Yeah. You're not going to be dragging dead bodies through the snow. Well, I plan to. Well, you want to dig up your father? righteous burial. He was buried properly. He has a headstone and everything. Well, either way, I'll go and see him pay my respects. Yeah. Well, hmm. It's a shame about Lake's lot. He was so excited. You should have heard him talking so fast. I could hardly keep up. You know, with the radio. Those things he found, like weird kelp or big starfish, millions of years old, he said. Wanted to take them apart and see what was inside. So you were able to keep in touch with them from here and there? No, I was working the radio back at base camp. Relaying messages back here so they could be relayed out to the world. You know, it's hard to understand someone talking on the radio when they're quite far away and... Although it's clear up there, and there's little interference, he only had a little radio pack. Don't choke. <laughs> what? I'm missing something. You pulled the most peculiar. I'm trying to open a can quite <coughs> down in my groin face. I was under the table. <laughs> <laughs> this kind of noise that happens. <laughs> And if he was older than 16 or 17, whatever he is, then I might elaborate. Yeah, Lake went on and on, wilder and wilder. You should have heard the things he said. Crazy stuff. Most of it made no sense. I think, by the end, they were all going mad. What do you think it is that sent them mad? Well... We need to know what to be aware of. I don't know. I don't really remember much. 
I don't really remember an awful lot. Anyone like to make me a psychology roll? That's a roll, ladies and gentlemen. A roll. Psychology. Psychology. You have that. Your doctor should I be. I got that. Yep. What type of that? Nice. Percentiles. You don't have doctor. Really. Well, we don't. Let me know. No. No. I need to Excuse get me. five or lower. I need to get under my number. Psychology. Down. You get like five percent. So try and get a Maybe five or lower. Fifty-seven. You. Got. Which Ned might be able to. <laughs> Come on, Ned, roll over. Your dice are going to yep. work with you now. I'm trying to get into your number. Oh, it'll be a 99. So <laughs> this, right? Yep. 75. 23. That'll be a number. Yep. Success. You think he's... He's lying just a little bit. We know that. Well, we can tell. She, she's confirmed it. He's lying yeah. just a little. Confirming. In the city, saying that he doesn't... Confirming. <laughs> confirming. I'm telling you, David. You are, aren't you? Honestly, it's <coughs> quite You should try and play him at Halo 3, see if you can have a, like a stalemate. I got the pink one for you to play. Pink one? You really don't want to be playing that game. There's a pink game controller for it. The Christmas present. That's so funny. And it didn't report any... Uh, oh. That's very cool. Engine. Uh, stipple prints in a Comanchean fossil? Yeah, there was a lot of that kind of talk. Something about strange animal fossils, plant fossils, I don't know. I don't know much about fossils of any kind. That's really the messages. You know, it was released to the world. It's in print. You can look it up if you like. It's still in the papers. Yes, I have the clipping. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's all kinds of things. But he got crazier as the time went on. I don't really remember why. What he was saying. I just related. I wasn't really listening. Anyway, when we finally got him all back and headed on home, Danforth is the one I felt sorry for. Why is that? Not that I ever liked him much. Snotty bastard. Like that. God. How he cried. Screams and moans and curses in weird languages. Isn't he one of the ones that we went to? Yeah, he was one the that mountain. came back. Yes, he was. That's correct. We had to tie him down all the way through the ice pack. Thought the crew would murder him so they could get some sleep. Mountains of madness. Yeah. And they got one victim good, at least. Yeah. You heard they put him in a rest home. He needed a lot of rest. Do you know where he is now? Or do we know where he is now? You don't know where he is. He's one of the ones you couldn't really look at. Oh, you know. Correct. Were the, the conversations oh. between you or any of the other people recorded? What? It's a radio station. I know. All the radio record. transmissions were recorded. Well, then where's the transmission between you and the guy who was going crazy? We could see what the heck he was saying. It wasn't a transmission. I spent my time on the boat back with him. There ain't no conversations recorded there. <sighs> I think it was just too much. The isolation, those creepy mountains. What can you do? That wouldn't send a normal person mad, though, would it? Surely there must have been something deficient in it. I don't know. Maybe. They put him in one of those sanitariums, I think, up country. For a little while, you know, rest, regain himself. 
I don't know where he is. I haven't heard from him in years since we left him. Hmm. I'll do a Google search. <laughs> <laughs> you invent Google. Congratulations, you're a bazillionaire. Oh, but first you have to invent the internet and computers to work the internet. <laughs> To invent the internet. Yeah, right, sweetheart. Are you tired? I told you I needed to sleep. It was a long that flight and yeah. drive. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, why she was knocking on the satellite. <laughs> These people are also incredibly boring. Well, just because we're no talking about fashion for every two seconds. See, to be in character, I actually brought my how to do fashion design draping book and all my fashion magazine cutouts that I need to sell. Is that just in case you're bored, dear? <laughs> <laughs> I know you. Well, I know you. Yeah. I was like doing something. Hey? I started eating that sandwich, but it got a bit boring. <laughs> and then Wait, I realised it had bacon in Eating got so boring. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Obviously, it doesn't get boring for you, though. <laughs> no, she's honestly someone getting bored while eating. I mean, I almost oh, fell asleep yeah. with food in my mouth on the way home. <laughs> no, I had my egg McMuffin thing in my mouth. And I, like, <laughs> and I just stopped and laid my head back. And I was still chewing. <laughs> we could have woken up, couldn't we, you know, to, to the news of... Boy dies on Egg McMuffin. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's and Egg, Egg McMuffin smothering scandal. Oh, dear. Have you got anything else to ask this guy? You're going to leave him alone. Tell me what to ask him, and then I'll ask him it. You good? I kind of feel a bit rude going and, like, poking him. Why? Because. He doesn't do anything but play with radio. It's all right. He's all right. He's not like too traumatized. He's a bit... Upset about what he saw and what he experienced. He was trying to put it behind him. Do you have any advice for us? Don't go. That's not very useful considering where we're going. Well, stay away from the mountains. Where we're going is the mountains, so that's not particularly helpful. Yeah, either. I read that. You're going up at the camp, aren't you? Yep. Try and yes. find what was buried there. Well, um, I don't know. Good luck. Try to. Stay sane. Near them creepy mountains. You sure you don't want to join us? Yep, I'm pretty sure. I ain't going back there. Coward. <laughs> Coward. <laughs> yep, we'll see. I'll be here. I'll probably relay a new message. So you know more than what you're expressing. Now. What do you mean? If you're so afraid to go back. I don't want to go. I don't want to go mad like Danforth did. I don't know what the hell he saw, but Madness I ain't going there. Madness is just weakness of character. If you have a strong character, then you won't go mad. Well, let's see. How many people died? Some guy goes crazy. Hello, cat. What do you do? I ain't going there. Someone made him mad. Be a calm. Be a calm. Be a calm. Don't you know that bacon, you weird cat? Well, die, cat. Sniff it, lick it, rub it, and then they leave it there. Rockstar. Be rude. Don't be rude. Well, 
You done with him. There's nothing else you can tell us about it, then uh, I guess we're done here. I wouldn't go. I wish you luck if you do. Fireworks. I think the cops are after Pudsy. A mob. Oh. With the machine guns in the background. Fireworks. Can I start my annual firework run? No, yeah, go on. They're dangerous and they should be banned. Very good. They hurt people. Well, if you don't hold it in your hand before the, you know when the fuse is going out, it won't hurt. You ever seen somebody's face half melt off because a firework hit it? Well, maybe they should move faster. It was mm-hmm. in a professional display. Yeah. It fell down. Oh, the used bit fell down and hit somebody that I was stood next to. Yeah, fireworks should be banned. That almost <laughs> happened to Aunt Lucy. They're horrible. Her hair caught on fire. Yeah. That's so bad. Because it backfired and came under the patio. This was a professional display in England that I was at. And they just came down into the bad. She's going to do it right. Horrible. Horrible things should be banned. I remember getting They're banned on our estate where we live, and there's people letting them off like all night. Oh, yeah. Like, well, all the houses are made of wood. It's a stupid thing. Let's <laughs> fire, fire around. <laughs> you live in a dry, a dry estate, and your oh, houses like, are all made of wood. Yeah, well, who would put a wood roof on anyway? And then you have bottle rockets and crap. Anyway. I remember used to getting calls on bonfire night, which you don't have here, thankfully, bonfire night. It was the one of it was probably the worst night to work when I used to work for the police, and we used to get calls from people saying, "Well, the kids in the street firing rockets at each other like rocket within a bottle, and a rocket in it, and they were shooting rockets at each other down the street." Yep. Because they were mad. Well, I mean, they do that with Roman candles. They just fire them at each other as they're going down the road. There are some horrible little British gits living near us last night and today they've been throwing firecrackers out in the street they've been driving the dog nuts so every time all goes like that <laughs> she, can see, she can see them out of my room window. she was angry so she, she was, was like, up, she up at the window shut up for like 15 hours Samson got passed out really? Samson yeah. ran after a firework we, we had to hold him back and we finally let him go, but he pretty much went up there and hailed so much smoke. He just pretty he was coughing and everything. He he had to go out. He was going after all of them, trying to get him. Cool. Took him inside and they couldn't get him to cool down or calm down. I finally went in there and started rubbing water on his chest, on his back. Pull up, okay. Finally got him to get a drink. Ruby did not like that. No, Ruby was most obsessed. She did pretty well going out for her puppy businesses. Anyway, <laughs> have you finished with him? Yeah, he's kind of boring. Where are you going next? And he's clearly lying. <laughs> Um, I had all these people written down in a book. Yeah. And I can't remember where my book is. Yeah, you lost the your notes in there? Yeah. Do you put them in with your I don't think so. Oh, I think okay. I had a notebook all planned out, but I've kind of forgotten it. Terrible. You started talking about that woman you're listening to. Yeah. <laughs> Please stop. Oh, I like her. Oh. <laughs> Lindsay's found some new music she likes. What is it? singer called Kate Nash, but she doesn't exist over here. You managed to find it. No, I managed to find it because I'm English and I was talking to some English people later. Have you heard of Lily Allen? Nope. There we go. She is is over here. Lily Allen? Yeah, a little bit. What about Luke Atwell? Who? Luke Atwell? They were the original characters. Yeah, they were the original characters. When it was going to be run by me. They should be in there. That's it. Would you like me to tell you what leads you had? Yes, You've pretty much exhausted them so far. That's good, I thought, yeah. You found out that there was five people you could possibly find. And two, These two were the closest. 
That's what you're going to do? Guess we head back to New York for the party. Very party. good. So you're going to spend your time in New York, or are you going to bugger off home and do your job until September? I'm going to spend my time in New York doing my job. Because you live there. Because <laughs> I live do you. Yep. Where's Tracy going to be? Are you going to spend your time in New York, Trace? I'll spend some time there. Please. I can always fly back and forth. Okay. Because you're rich. But and, and I had my own plane. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, Makes a difference. You are going back to work, going back to work. Those of you in New York, um, Professor Moore is remaining in New York City to continue... Uh, Liaise. Yeah. He's going to remain there throughout the summer and he's going to be busy, but he will be willing to speak to you if you wish to speak to him, should anything come up, prior to September. Should any plot hammers fall in front of me? Well, <laughs> I can pick up. You can go and speak to him, is what I'm saying, if you want to, prior to September. Okay. If you wanted to talk to him about the previous expedition or the current one they're planning. I'm so out of touch with playing Cthulhu. Why? I can't remember how to play it. You talk to loads. Yeah, I know. I don't you want to talk, talk to loads of people. Yeah, welcome to D and D. I used to be really good. We have. There's a long conversation. Yeah. I read somewhere online about um, how Dungeons and Dragons is killing roleplay. I don't know about that. It's just when you've been playing one game for a, a year. That's like the thing. Have, yeah. Plus it's, before that. Well, look at I can't people, get into the mindset of like Colin. Colin's, Colin used to play all sorts of stuff. He used to play heroes games and play all sorts of stuff. Then D&D 3rd Edition came out and he essentially sold everything else, bought D&D and now can't roleplay anything but D&D. Because it's so uh, much like a, a war game. You have a mindset and it's hard to remember. Yes, it is hard. I don't know what to do. Which is why when I finished with, um, why when I finished with the game we're running for D&D I'm running you something else that isn't D&D. But it's fantasy, so it's like a little sidestep towards a different system. Weaning them off. I'm weaning them, yes. <laughs> weaned before 4th Edition comes out. And then you all get unweaned again. No, it sounds stupid. Why? Because... Online, though. So we all play online, yeah. and then we never have to meet up with each other. Yeah. I mean, they're making all these books and selling them, and then they're going to go, okay, throw all those out now. Yeah. You'll be surprised how many people do. Yeah, those people are stupid. Some people we know back home have done things like that, haven't they? Mm-hmm. That's not smart. <laughs> So exactly but it'll be the new game. The game. You'll go places and they'll go, you'll play third edition. They'll laugh at you and you'll be like, oh no! And you have to go and play fourth. They started releasing books for fourth anyway. They've got like preview books yeah, out. They've got. The difference uh, between games. I mean, games are the same way. Mm-hmm. You get Halo 1, you get a Halo 2, and then you get Halo 3. Well, technically, Halo 1 and 2 were w- way different. 3 was just a, had more stuff in it than Halo 2. But everybody went and bought Halo 3. Yeah, because they want another storyline. That was the only reason. There's a story? <laughs> <laughs> I think there is if you play one player. Oh. I don't think that was the only reason. That was one of my only reasons for wanting to see it. David could come around my house and play me at Resistance. I think I could probably beat him at that. Is it a shooting game? Yep. Just yeah, like that person one. shooter? Yeah. I could probably be pretty good at that. But it's a bit more... I can't watch it, it's really creepy. <laughs> yeah, it's really pretty creepy. I was playing Gears of War earlier. It's the Second World War and... Aliens. There's Aliens. Aliens. Fall of Man. Yeah. yeah it's, it's really cool. It's really, really, it's really good. Really pretty. Really pretty. The first bit of it shot in a city that was very close to where we used to live. It looked and like it looks that city, yeah. Just oh, wow. so it's like really cool. it. It's all really the cars creepy. are right and all the stuff's right. It's even like on the side of like our outdoor trash bins. It has, yeah. Like little... Um, Metropolitan City of York. York kind of and it looks like it should. They've done a lot of research to make it look right. It looks 
It's all set in England. It's like home. Yeah. Except for with aliens. And then it goes to Grimsby, which is very near where I used to grow up. And yeah. There's a fish port, and they go into a fish factory. We do, where they're processing humans. It's very cool. Anyway, back to the thing. Oh. Are you going to talk tomorrow, or are you going to leave it till September and just turn up? Uh, I'm going to leave it till September. Okay. You're um, partying on and doing your jobs and stuff? Yeah. Okay, cool. I am on chapter one, kids. Do you need a map of New York, or do you know what it looks, roughly looks like? It's fine. I don't know what New York There's New York. There it is. Hand map of New York. I ain't going to draw it out for you, because you know what it roughly looks like. Probably. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I know about the New Yorkers. You used to live there. Maybe you've been there a lot. New Jersey. 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 My parents used to live in Jersey. Do you know about New I mean, yeah, it's Baskin Ridge. Baskin Ridge. It's in Joyce. Yeah. Was it near anywhere big? No. About 30 minutes from Newark. Yeah. If we landed at oh, Newark Airport, we used to, they used to take us yeah, 20 minutes. Yeah, further up north from where I live. I live central. We don't know anything about New Jersey other than where the hell I was one of the shore people. Ah, you're a fishman. One of the <laughs> people? He's a shore. Shore and boardwalk. Ah, no. But no. Was that near Cape May? Was Cape May near there? I don't know. Because his parents went for a dirty weekend in Cape May and they keep telling us about it. Apparently, it was the best sex they've had in ages. Which was the only sex they had in ages. Which I'm thankful for. It was seven years ago that they went there. Oh, that's great. It grooms like, me out something you couldn't believe. Grooms <laughs> <laughs> you out? You should hear some of the stuff that she tells I me that for, she doesn't tell you. I pray for deafness. I pray for insanity or... <laughs> or you're playing Cthulhu, you're going one step Yeah, further. he's right. Right, um, September arrives. Are you landing? Hello, September. Hi there. Must you in New York already? New York. You're going to be returning to the Amherst Hotel, I believe. Yes, I have an entourage. You can all arrive. You all know each other pretty well. I'll let you all know what you have an entourage. Okay. What is it? <laughs> Diana. It's <laughs> an entourage. Let me guess, she I carries like a whole bunch of cardboard. Would you like people. a description of the hotel again? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Amherst Hotel is a mid-sized five-story older building on the corner of 8th Avenue and 44th Street. Two, block, uh, two short blocks from Times Square in a quiet business district. Two floors, the fourth and the fifth, have been hired out for members of the expedition. Hotel lobby is small and dark, with oiled panelling and a pair of rather pallid potted palms by the door. Pallid potted palms? The, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> why I looked at it. The light was shining on it as well. Oh, that's rather nice. Peter Piper, Peter Piper, Peter Pepper, etc. Yeah. The desk clerk, a thin, sallow fellow with dark hair, nods eagerly to chatters away while he gets you your room keys. You're all assigned rooms on the fourth floor. Here you go. Fourth floor, turn left at the top. You got the professor. Hey, you're from Yorkshire. Ah, yeah, I am, lass. <laughs> oh, it's been a long time since I've been home. <laughs> How did you know? Um, because I sound nothing like you. Ah. American English. American English. American she English. travels a lot. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, because accents come over in books. <laughs> that one half page. <laughs> Yeah, the professor's on there as well. Though your boss, he's one floor up on five. Uh, fire escapes at the end of the hall. 
If it gets too hot for you, uh, you need anything, you ask for Tim. That's me, Tim. <laughs> Pleased to meet you. I'm on desk days, eight till six. Thank you very much, Tim. Yes, sir. Would you uh, tip the boy for us, please? Thank you. Oh, my there God, you go. he called you a sir. That was more of a term rather than a yes, sir. Well, you said yes, sir. Yes, sir. As in a term. Huh? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Not twice, anyway. Sure is nice to meet all yous. All y'all. Yep. <laughs> Makes a guy feel like he's part of the whole thing, you know? My grandma got his pecan coffee cake. <laughs> Boy. Oh. <laughs> there she goes. Pecan. Oh my god, you Americans are crazy. All right, sweetie. Okay, that's good. It's Americans. Yeah. You're the ones going pecan. <laughs> no, no, no. You do it all the time. No, we don't. We're just characterizing you. We either say pecan or pecan. Say what? What's the second one? Pecan. See, see how long that is. Pecan. Long. That's a pecan. long ear. On. Yeah. yeah, but it's a pecan. <laughs> <laughs> How do we say pecan? Pecan. Very short there. Laughing. No, it's just the whole. Can you say it? Like the whole thing. Okay. Pecan. Pecan. Like yeah, can you pee it? Well, that's what I thought it was for a while. And someone else said pecan. I was like, and the rest of the world it's pecan. Yeah, the rest of the world thinks it's pecan. Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. We're not the rest of the world. No, apparently not. <laughs> I think it's pecan further north as well. Because you've got bomb, except <laughs> I think it's just down here it's called pecan. Oh, it's because if there's a lonely <laughs> vowel, or a lonely, lonely <laughs> vowel, it'll be six <laughs> times longer in Texas. You're yeah, right, sweetie. Yeah, let, let me just, let me just finish off Tim's spiel here. <laughs> <in there. laughs> just lightning. Gone. <laughs> yeah, we wandered off into pecans there. Let's get back to Tim. <laughs> Boy, what I wouldn't give to go off exploring the world. What a life. Of course, the wife would never stand for it. Me going off that way and all? No, sir. He's just talking Ned. to an empty corridor, by the way. It's never in a million <laughs> years. <laughs> you go, kids. She's crying. Boy, I bet your kids are a proud as much. Hey, that reminds me. I got a note for you. The professor says to give you uh, each one of these. Here you go. The clerk hands each member a short note, then rings for a bellhop to carry your bags to your rooms. David, read the note. Alright, what note? That note. <laughs> David, you all have notes. Which Welcome do? to New York. Please be so good as to join us at this ship as soon as you have freshened up. SS. Gabriel Pier 74-B, 12th Avenue on 13th. Next to the Italian Royal... What is it? Male? Mall? Male. Males. Beneath whatever the heck that is. Regards. More. I'll try and read that for you. I didn't realise it was in handwriting, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's in handwriting. It's not in plain text, it's actually handwritten. It says, Welcome to New York. Please be so good as to join us at the ship as soon as you have freshened up. SS Gabriel, Pier 74B, 12th Avenue at 34th. Next to the Italian Royal Mail Berth. Regards, more. It's a really weird name for an Italian restaurant. 
<laughs> it's it's a where a ship docks. <laughs> well, it says Italian birth. A birth. A birth is a ship. So it's yeah. a lady. A birth is where you park the ship. Yeah, <laughs> that's a dock. Same yeah. thing. Same thing. Yeah. What do you, you say? Dock. It's the nineteen twenties. Deal with it. <laughs> Accept it. Yeah, be accepting. <laughs> be like a reading. Go through your slang dictionary. <laughs> so your rooms are quite nice. They're not large, but they're comfortable. Each has its He's own bath. Woo-hoo. So you good? What are you gonna do? I'm gonna go up, four hours take a shower. Four hours freshening up. Okay. Yeah, I'm being quick. Okay. Birth is not on here. That's because it's not a slang That's word. It's, a word, it's not slang. English. <laughs> and they should say fuck. <laughs> oh, you're funny. He's so angry and filled. He's so, He's so angry and filled with hormones. <laughs> it's like silent letters. It it's not a good solid shag walk, you. Um, right. <laughs> what? Like humble? What? Humble? I used to say humble. Humble? But I've the humble. No, it's like Kirkendall. It's Quakendall. There's no freaking R. <laughs> Whatever. Or pneumonia. Oh. <laughs> You're here long enough, you pick it up however they say it. Why does pneumonia start with a P? Yes, why? It does. I asked English teachers that and they said, I don't know. It's I'm to like, do with the root word, surely. It's to do with whatever it was in Latin, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I would imagine. So, learn Latin and then you'll understand all of life. How do you history. spell sulfur? Sulfur? Mm-hmm. I'd imagine there's an S in there somewhere. <laughs> you don't know how to spell sulfur. You know how to spell it? L P A A lot of people seem to spell it with a foot. With an F. F E R. Then we beat them. Yeah. You Americans tried to come over to Europe <laughs> and say we had to call paracetamol acetaminophen. But we thought that was stupid, so we said no. Because <laughs> paracetamol is such a nicer word than acetaminophen. Yeah. Anyway, you Americans, let's get on with things. You all get spruced. You do know where I'm numbered, don't you? It's all right. Okay. You have these ranging statements of you dirty Americans. You do know that there's like 50 billion. Did I call too. them dirty? He hasn't had a chance to get it out. You know, it's been a while. It's true. Let it let it out around friends. I like Americans. They kind of cookie. <laughs> I feel particularly sorry. I feel particularly sorry for some of them on my course. I have to say, because they're all slack-jawed yokels. It really does frighten me. Yes. Okay. Carry on. did lots of work for his course, Photoshop and stuff. You've seen some of them, haven't you? And somebody else on his course was doing the same thing. The brief was. Take some photographs and use Photoshop to edit them. So I did my Four Hals role playing, we did Lindsay the Alien and all that sort of stuff. And some woman on my course took a picture of her kid, loaded it into Photoshop, and cut a heart shape out of it <coughs> using the heart tool and the delete key. <laughs> Literally would have taken 2.5 seconds. It's it makes sad. me sad. Sad. Yeah. Do as much work as you do. Do you? Yeah, I have to, <laughs> otherwise I'd be bastardising my principles. I wouldn't be so damn good either. Anyway, 
If we want to stay, we stand out. If we want to stay in this this place, I the cowboys are going to have to work hard, Mrs. Huh? Uh, I work harder than you do anyway. Yeah, I don't even have a job. Anyway, you spruce up and meet in the lobby. Sure. Where are you heading? Where we're heading. <laughs> 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 we're going to SS Gabriel Pierce 74-B, 12th Avenue of 13th, next to the Italian oil mail berth. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's 13 blocks to Gabriel's berth. Only takes a few minutes by taxi or private car. I don't have a car. You don't have a car and you live in this city? How appalling. But you I don't have a car because I live in this city. You'll have a car. Yeah. It's not so bad in the 20s, but it probably wasn't yeah, bad in the 20s. Come on, I'll drive you all. <sighs> the Hudson River docks are a place of constant motion. Smells of seawater, oil, fish and damp wood are mixed with the sweat of the stevedores. This place is lovely. Dozens of ships of all sizes and descriptions are tied up here. I'm not describing them all, because there's dozens of descriptions, apparently. In various stages of loading or unloading. Huge cranes swing heavy loads overhead. The ground is littered with cast-off packing materials, broken glass, bits of metal. You're booked into and sworn at by stevedores. What am I missing? I think we're just not Every time Ned it. moves uh, some Velcro or something, she like just cringes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cringing. I'm not doing it No, it was just like the noise. Like, was Every it? time you're like... Then the second time you're like... <laughs> no, that was his description. Yeah. You're bumped into by stevedores who oh, just... They carry stuff around on docks and load non-load ships. I thought they were like cigars. That's a humidor, sweetie. Right, that's it. Fuck off. That's very funny. I've got a hot head. Yeah, so have I. Yeah, we are here. No, you don't. If you'd quit you didn't realise how cold I normally am. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. It takes nimble oh, footwork to avoid being knocked over or shouted at by one of the dock hands. Tied up on the north side of Pier 74 along the Hudson River shores of New York City is the SS Gabriel, its bow facing out. On the south side of the pier, the brightly lit and well-maintained facilities of the Italian Royal Mail Line make up the expedition's berth seem shabby and unimportant. I.e., there's a big fucking ship that looks shiny and good. And ours is crap. Yours looks like a sack of crap. Um, so, are we on that one over there? I'm pointing at the who nice you one. Talking to. I'm talking to anybody that listens. These three are here. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm doing you. that rude rich person oh. thing where I speak and assume that everybody else is trying to listen to me. Yeah. The Stephen so does ignore you. Somebody. Uh. Is that our ship over there? Yeah, yeah that could be it. Well, it can't possibly be this skanky little one. I don't think the word skanky existed in the 1920s. <laughs> skanky. You see a small sign stenciled and nailed to one of the two large doors on a shed front, which goes into the ship. Okay. Starkweather Moor Arctic Antarctic Expedition. Please check in with guard. No smoking. An overweight Port Authority guard in the small office at the door. Checks to see if your name is on his clipboard list. Janet Tatton Brown. 
These are my uh, Trissy Watkins. Uh huh. Jim Hawk. Oh. Uh huh. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> like a superhero. <laughs> like Flash Gordon. Oh. Who's that? Um, that's oh, I forgot her name. <laughs> I think her name's like Marie or something. Yeah, like you know your entourage. Uh, it's Nicole Wilbury. Oh, that's it, Nicole. Uh-huh. Yep. I'm sure she was called Marie. You got any ID? Um, Here's my ID. should recognise yep. me. Yeah. Jenna Tasson Brown. The oh, just Daily show Global ID woman. Post. I do. New York Globe. This is my business card. That'll do. You got anything with a picture? Don't, don't recognise <laughs> me. Got a driver license? Just don't be such a pro skirt. <laughs> He's reading the slag dictionary. <laughs> ID? You ain't getting in, miss, if you don't show me some ID. She's one of the newsies. Yeah, you got a press pass, miss. Thank you, miss. Yep, good enough. And her? Yep, that's fine. You, sir. Oh, demolitions license. Very good. All right. On you go. Watch him, he's packing meat. Go on in. Thanks. Pier extends 600 feet into the river and is 80 feet wide. I keep poisoning my sandwich with bacon. A long narrow shed runs down the centre of the pier, 50 feet wide and 30 feet high in the centre. Shed's interior is piled with cargo, boxes, bales, drums and pallets mm-hmm. in stacks of 15 feet high running back from the outdoor work area in three long rows, narrow aisles in between. I.e. there's lots of stuff here. Um, looking at the sides of what's sprayed on it, most of the cargo is not for your expedition. <laughs> Only a few of the crates and drums on the north side of the shed have the expedition stencils on them. Uh, it's cool in the shed and gloomy. A railway track runs along each side of the pier between the shed and the ship. Boxcars stand here and there on the tracks next to large open doors. Stevedores steam up and down the ramps between the boxcars and the shed. It's like a place you keep cigars because you keep them all moist, don't you? Yup. See? Shifting cargo into the interior or moving it onto pallets and nets to be lifted onto the Gabriel's holds. There's a gangplank. Walk the plank. Leave us behind. Lily lovers. Look at that hole. <laughs> well... Considering the bow is pointing outward, you're going to have to border from the rear. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you, Watson. <coughs> I can't remember any of that. should have. Fast behind. Yeah, that's the only one you can remember, yeah. is it? <laughs> it's so fitting for me. There's um, we did um, the Watson all lot. Who are the folks that play in Manchester back home? Played um, Pirates of the Spanish Main. <laughs> And they've done a trailer for it where they've taken all the double entendres that you get with all that sea stuff, like a vast Able behind. Seaman. Yeah, no, Roger that's... the seaman. No, Roger <laughs> the cabin boy. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. And they've done like a big trailer for it. It's so funny. <laughs> a vast behind. <laughs> that's really what you can remember, isn't it, Dave? Yeah, but it's well worth looking up. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Anyway, yes, there's a gangway up to the deck. Is anybody going to meet us, or do we have to make our own way up here? I'm doing that rich thing again. Yeah, I see. Well, you've got to walk. Well, yes, but aren't we supposed to be invited aboard the ship or something? 
There are yeah, there are people on board. There are several people walking up and down the gangplank with various things that seem to be stowing away. Yeah, I'm not on the gangplank. Hello, are we allowed to come out? Oh, sorry, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, miss. How can I help you? Um, we're 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 the. No, they're not the crew. We're the um, expedition. Expedition. Group. Is there somebody here to meet us to talk to us? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, uh, you need to go to the mess hall. It's just up there. Okay. If there's no offices or anything that we can go to a bit more private. We don't really want to go to a mess hall. It's big. Well, it's where we're all meeting. Off you go. All right, I walk. I have a map of the ship. If you really want it. I'm good. Are you sure? I'm good. I'll give you it later, baby. Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Did you ever play a Rock'em Sock'em Robot? I did. He had him. You were feeling the urge to play Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Yeah, human human Rock'em Sock'em Robots. I just want to see your heads pop up. It's not as good as Hungry Hungry Hippos. I'll cheat at Hungry Hungry what did you do, just like tilt the board towards you? No, he put, put blue tack underneath his sign. Always no, no, the, no, the opposite colour. side. Oh, the, the opposite side. Always just a little the same bit. Colour. So the, the balls all tip into him. I told his parents that yesterday. They didn't never <laughs> realise. He's been doing that all his life. I was a god of hungry. hungry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was only a kid. What was I supposed to do? Kid of what, 17? Oh, yeah, you're funny. <laughs> I think they've lost one of the hungries, haven't they, now? I think it's just hungry hippos, okay. yeah. They used to be hungry hippos. When hungry I were a lass. They were hungry, hungry hippos. <laughs> so no, I never owned it. I was poor. I never got Mr. Frosty. I'll buy you a Mr. Fucking Frosty. Or anyone who <laughs> listens to this, if they can buy Lindsay a Mr. Fucking Frosty and send it over, it'd be lovely. She'd love it. Oh, oh my god, he ain't some like weird porno one because he said F in the middle of it. Mr. Frosty special dildo edition. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's not an ice crusher, it forms it into like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever, ever, ever pull that face again. <laughs> that was a Unless I have my video camera. <laughs> 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 did you did. Yes, you did. No. I saw it. <laughs> it was all like, whoa. Oh, I've a bit of that, missus. <laughs> Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid you can't make that hand motion without a face. It's, it's not possible. Just, give it a try. Go on, just try. Go on, try and do it. <laughs> just, you, you do it again and we'll tell you if you make a face. <laughs> Go on, turn around. Go on, give the hand motion. <laughs> Go on, make me. I'm going to keep on the scar on the Get up. There was even a noise. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that noise. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's because it's not just a hand gesture, it's a noise and a face. It's all part of the whole image. Because if you just do that, you could be like upside down Nazi or something. Because I am dedicated to my art. What? <laughs> Looking like a porn star. Oh. I'm ready for fisting. What movie was that, Ned? What? Oh yeah, he to- he told off somebody who was like, "Peace!" And he walked off. I swear to God, that was Superbad. That was Superbad. Yeah. I love that. He just tells somebody, "I mean, peace!" And he just walks off. <laughs> it was uh, 
We really must watch that film. It's yeah, funny. it's becoming something. Like <laughs> the coach. You need to go get that. No, yeah, come back here. Problem. No. Yeah, <laughs> You're standing on a ship. It's getting a bit chilly. I go to the mess hall. Everyone going? Yeah. I've collapsed in it. I don't know, you're lying on the floor, the floor in a fit of giggles going Whoa! I'll drag her <laughs> throw her up on my shoulder carry over it's a bit dangerous you're making like fist no <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing more intimate than fisting no. apparently yes Professor Moore is in the ship's mess hall standing by a table covered with papers clipboard in one hand conferring with one of the cargo masters I plop her down on one of the empty tables. He's a small, neat man with grey shot, dark brown hair, wire-rimmed glasses, and a trim goatee. <laughs> she tried to do it that face again. He greets you warmly, <laughs> but with a distracted air, and gestures to his lists. Ah, ah, you've arrived. Capital. Good to have you aboard. There's a lot to do, of course. So, uh, we'd best get started. Have you eaten? Um, sandwiches and coffee are on the table over there. Take what you want and uh, go see Mr. Sykes in the cruise lounge. Right through that door and down the hall. Oh yes, uh, one more thing. We all meet each morning at 8 o'clock in the Rose Room at the hotel. Um, if you don't see you again today, I'll trust I'll see you there. 8am? Yes. Sounds good. Is that the No, not at all. We all meet at 8. It's going to take a lot of effort to get the ship rolling. But we're just... The expedition. We're not expected to actually... Yeah, I'm afraid you are. Everyone's pulling their weight. We'll get you to know the expedition, inside and out, as it were. Off you go, go and see Mr. Sykes. Yes, you're going to have to get your hands dirty. You, it'll be good for you. You can wear gloves. I believe your father said character building was part of what you were doing here. And the hands so off you go, dirty. go and see Mr. Sykes. They're dirty. I bet he's like some one-eyed, one-legged pirate dude. I am Mr. Sykes! No. <laughs> Captain Cyril Seabeast or something. Cyril Marmaduke Seabeast. I love that. Was He's Captain McLovin. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a What's your first name? I don't have one. <laughs> Super bad. We really must see the film. I think I've seen most of it. Just yeah, like just from listening to these three like... prattling on, yeah. <laughs> he wanders off and starts ticking boxes. Which way is Mr. Sykes? Through a door it's down the hall. Down cabin. Through the door down the hall there. It's the crew cabin. You need to be listening there, honey. The crew lounge. <laughs> you walk down to the crew lounge. Okay. Um, Peter Sykes is in the crew lounge, along with a large number of chests, racks, and open boxes. <laughs> what? You what? said rack. Apparently. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> he is a quick, competent man in his 30s with an indist... She snorted. He's wearing, like, a polo necked jumper, and uh, he seems quite cheery. Nice. Hi there! Oh, hi! Uh, nice to meet you. Uh, come on in, come on in. All right, uh, so we'll be measuring you for your polar gear. <laughs> Pulls out a... Tape measure and starts measuring. Um, I, I have my um, clothing sorted, thank you. Really? Yes, I have had it commissioned and made by um, Monsieur Bob. <laughs> Belovoir. I went and got you did. some dressmaker mm-hmm. do to make yeah, it. Yeah. Alright, um, well, I'll have to check it over. 
Everyone else? I'll measure you. He starts with David. Alright. He measures your height, weight, waist, chest, collar, inseam, shoe size, hat size, glove size, pretty much any other size. Cocks. Yes, dear, cock size. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Like the dirty switch is flipped on. Yeah. <laughs> when you did that grrr motion, that was your on switch right there. Is it like when I hit you and I have the bad face? The bad face is different to that one. This face goes. Apparently. Well, here, give me that camera up there. I'll take a picture when she does it. No, no, no. You'll never get her bad face. Her bad face, she bites her lower lip with her teeth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were like a beaver. <laughs> Not a beaver. You're an angry beaver. Angry beaver. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, yeah. It's really funny, she has to concentrate super hard not to do it. It's the bad face. You only do it when you're naughty. <laughs> yeah, but the punch was like that. You actually punched properly. You had to think about when he's called you naughty, rather than have to punch him. <laughs> I love how Americans say naughty. 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 That's because if we do it like a British person, I think we're quoting a movie or something. Yeah, it's naughty. Really naughty. 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 Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> And the beaver attacks. <laughs> You're beautiful. Don't worry no, about I it. Would. The odd millisecond or two of beaver as you're pounding away on me isn't that bad. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Well, no, a beaver, she'd bite your wood. Yeah, very good. Just <laughs> <laughs> listen to the tape later. Yeah, I was going to say, what's going on? How many minutes are we on? We'll listen to this bit. 101. Okay. That's good. I it. It's a little bit before, so try like 50 something. So, he now measures Tracy. And he measures Nicole, if Nicole is willing. Okay. Okay. After the measurements are taken and written down in a small bound book, he gives each of you quick instructions on the use of each of the many pieces of clothing. Liners, boots, gloves, trousers, parka, hoods and overalls, more than 15 pounds of clothing in all. And has you try on some of them for size while he begins measuring the next person in line. Another day or two, says Sykes, and we'll have a kit for each of you. The ski shoes and gloves haven't arrived yet, but they should be here by the end of the week. Any questions? Will you be able to handle an extra 15 pounds? I think I can manage quite fine, thank you very much. She'll almost double her weight. Um, yeah. <laughs> and with Grace. Sure. After all, Nicole will be carrying at least 10 pounds of that. <laughs> It's yeah. in the hole, isn't it, right? Yes, it is. We'll yeah, see if I can. <laughs> we'll see if I can. That's funny. So you get, you're getting sassy with me, young lady. Right, uh, now we've done here, you want to go through that door and speak to the doctor? 
I have my own physician. Sure. Why would I need to talk to another doctor? This is the expedition doctor. He needs to just check out your uh, condition, give you a quick medical interview, that sort of thing. I assume we'll be able to do this in private. Yeah, of course. Go on through. Yeah. In turn, the doctor takes you behind a screen, forms a modest physical examination, questions each of you at length about your medical history. Does anyone have any conditions or obvious symptoms that require attention? I'm dirty. Yeah, she's naughty. She's naughty. Yeah, he gives you some pills for that. I'll probably come across as being vaguely malnourished. Really? As in, I don't eat enough. Yeah, it's Um, quite possible. The doctor recommends a diet plan for you while uh, running up to the expedition. It involves. It's more of a workout plan, not a diet plan. (laughs) It involves a good hearty breakfast and a good hearty supper every day. I'll thank you to mind your own business about my eating habits, sir. And my eating habits, that's the problem. The doctor's called Dr. Green, just in case you want to know, because there's about about 30 or 40 of you, so you might want to. Start remembering some names. It's the same colour that you puke up every time you eat. (laughs) (laughs) When, uh, oh my god, we've got a bulimic going to the Antarctic. (laughs) I wasn't trying to be that. Trying to vomit in an oxygen tent, that's going to be a chuckles. (laughs) She's going to blow the whole thing up. (laughs) Boom! Right, yeah, now we've done. Do you want to walk through uh, there and up the stairs? We'll uh, get your photographs taken. You go, go first, she'll break the camera. Have <laughs> I done something to offend you, sir? Hmm? No, that's the point. You haven't done anything. I've got us all here, haven't I? Uh, I've interviewed people. I've found all of our investigative links. I think you should be more respectful of my... When you ask career. other people to do it... It still mean... gets done. My leadership that helps. Right. Ooh, okay, picture. So, you all go upstairs, and there is the expedition photographer who takes a series of publicity pictures of you, wearing street clothes and cold weather gear. You're asked to pose here and there among the tools, charts, and instruments. Have you ever seen the um, No Doubt video, if they don't speak? Yeah, you're not taking you're taking individually as well as as a group, but mostly your individual shots so that they can publicise who you are to the press. Um you then have uh, an hour or so for lunch before your dental appointment in Midtown. Dental appointment? Dental appointment. Why? Why not? This is Mo. He's come up to talk to you again. Um, what? Dental? Yes. Can't be having you needing fillings or having some kind of toothache in the Antarctic, can we? Well, surely you're bringing medical professionals with us. Well, we are. We're not taking a dentist to the Antarctic, are we? Maybe you ought to consider it if it's such a problem. Well, you go to the dentist and they'll clean your teeth and perform any necessary fillings or extractions, and then you'll be set. 
problem with her is the bile when it comes up. <laughs> it rots the it rots the teeth. Yeah, and she doesn't like throwing that off. <laughs> well, here's your appointment. <laughs> Hand your card. So now you're a freaking dentist. <laughs> I'm everything. <laughs> Everyman hero. That's so funny. Yeah, you have a couple of hours for lunch. You can return to the hotel freshen up or just mooch about, do whatever you want before your dental appointments. I think I'll go down to the bar. Okay. I need a drink. What? Before going to a dentist appointment. That's funny. So, you go to the bar, you mooch about, anyone doing anything particularly exciting? Brush my teeth. You brush your teeth a lot. Mm. You turn up your dental appointment. Anyone who needs extractions or fillings, that'll be. Then another appointment's made for a day or so for those to be done. Otherwise, it's just a simple clean and examine. Do you have your chart? Hmm? chart? What chart? Dentist yeah, she, the dentist has her dentist chart. <laughs> Sorry, sir, that's a uh, private. Dentist patient confidentiality. I have to know what I'm dealing with when I'm up there. What? They're all false. <laughs> They're all falsies. Yeah, Lindsay's, Lindsay's got a, you've got you've picked up you've picked up that accent from that goddamn woman you're listening to on iTunes, Mrs. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sound, you sound like a London hairdresser. <laughs> yeah. Right. Once you've been to your dental appointment, the rest of the evening and afternoon are yours. Doing anything exciting this afternoon slash evening? I'm going to go and see Daddy. Okay. Hello, Jenna. Hello, Daddy. How can I help you? Been to the ship, have we? Yes. It's rather um, smaller than <laughs> I imagined. What are you doing to that cat's bottom? <laughs> oh, my Girl. God. David. He keeps walking. God damn it. I think, I think even oh, in the heart of... I think even in the heart of Texas, doing that to a cat is illegal. I wasn't doing that. Actually, Texas, no. Oh, right. <laughs> you can get your knob on with anything, can you? Everything's bigger in Texas. Even the lies. <laughs> hey, puss, puss. Well, then technically, if the lies are bigger, so are the truths. Why? You said everything's bigger. Apparently. You either need more sleep or less sleep. I'm not quite sure which. <laughs> it's like a grumpy dwarf. It's very funny. He's all cantankerous. <laughs> I'm going to poke him. Poke me. He about bit my head off last night. And I about bit his on the way home. Oh, they're holding pencils. No, we were holding pencils. Anyway, yes. Are you doing anything in the evening slash And you don't even get jealous he's holding your husband's stick. Crap, and be attacked by a beaver later. That's the first time for everything. Sweetie, sweetie, you're not allowed to know his wood, okay? <laughs> I'm not allowed to know him last night. Can we not? Can we just drop him off and look at the ditch on the way home? <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> Make him walk. Hey, I almost did this morning. <laughs> 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 Boy found in ditch with Egg McMuffin. <laughs> <laughs> Monged out. 
Tastes like plastic. Possible beaver attack. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Are you doing anything else this evening or are you just assing around? Oh yes, we were talking about it. I'm sorry, then we got sidetracked by beavers. And those, we have lovely little teeth. You do. You don't have beaver teeth. They're pretty teeth. It's not like a beaver with my mouth open and a frog with my mouth shut. I can't win. It don't look like a frog. There is one picture where you look like where you where you think you look like a frog. She doesn't look like a frog. You might look like Kermit the Frog. You don't look like an actual frog. Do you realise the, the, that's it? The end with the ears is the end. Of the no, I had him, but he grappled onto my pocket. I didn't grapple. He grappled. Oh, I didn't see any roll. <laughs> you didn't roll a strength check, you cheated. Hey, Jenna. What do you want? Very nice Money. To to me. Sorry, I'm it's running against. I'm running against a deadline. How can I help you? I just wanted to come and see you. Oh, hi there. And How's it going? Ask for some money. Of course. How much you need? Uh, quite a lot. Why? Well, there's lots of things for me to pay for to do with this expedition, like my clothes uh, and my. I've already been billed for those. Oh. They were delivered. They must have um, double billed me then by. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, what else do you need money for? Um, all the socialising I have to do between now and the uh-huh. Um And just general everyday things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put some money in your account. Thank you, Daddy. That's all right, Jenna. Have a good time. Thank you, Shady Daddy. Mick, don't ever call me that. <laughs> Mommy doesn't like it. Trying to climb away, and I put my arm up, and he stopped. <laughs> He's just laying there. <laughs> Which mummy should I not tell? First mummy, second mummy, or third mummy? Yeah. Well, any of them, Jenna. Which tell you what, you make sure to pitch in and help those folks now, yeah. Yes, I'm going to. Very good. I lifted things. Good. Don't forget your camera. Oh yeah. That's what she lifted. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had Nicole lift that. Ah, uh, yeah, she's the photographer after all. Are you sure there's nobody better to come with me? Afraid not. No one else. not very suited to my temperament. No, no, I see. You have a bit of an attitude, Well, she takes pretty good photos. She's sullen. Yeah, well, I'm sure you can you can spruce her up a bit. Well, every time I try and suggest that she wears nicer clothing, she just stares at me. Well, you know, some women. Yeah, I need more money to help her look better, to fit the part of my um, entourage. Uh-huh. My, yeah. my hired help. Yeah. She's not really hired help. She's the photographer. You're the journalist, remember? But she's meant to help me. Yeah, like a photographer. Take pictures. But I can't possibly carry all of my stuff on my own. Oh, God damn firewood. Well, yes. that's what the dog's left. That's with. why he's skittish. But I mean, from like the mess hall back to the cabin and things like that. Extensive amounts of equipment. I'll buy some wheeled luggage, honey. <laughs> Just give me the money. Yeah, it'll be in your account. I have to say, I always found that Nicole woman a little bit manly looking. I don't know what you can do with her, but have a good go. <laughs> I have contacts in the beauty industry. Yep. I'm sure I can manage something. I'm pretty Let me certain. Kiss. Don't bankrupt us now. We kiss. <laughs> 
the dog. He wants the dog to give him a kiss. Oh. <laughs> Is anyone else doing anything? Going to talk to their fathers, perhaps? See if they spend any money? Mine's in another state. Yeah. Mine's in the mouth. Yeah, that's right. Mm. All right, then. The evening passes oh, fairly eventually. Oh, beaver. <laughs> some drinking, some socialising, some mining. Yeah, I'm down at the bar. Socialising. In the morning. Socialising with the New Yorkers. Are you meeting in the Rose Room as expected at 8 o'clock, Jenna? Yes, I will sir. be there a little bit early and wait ex- outside the door. The late. door's open. I'm going to still wait outside until exactly 8 o'clock. That's cool. They see people going in. I'll be late. Fashionably. <laughs> Fashionably. What, what the heck was that? That was that was her little dinosaur impression. <laughs> I was thinking. Well, you were doing this. It was like <laughs> that was my dinosaur. She's doing the dinosaur. That's her dance. dinosaur impression. He's singing at me. Oh. If you got to sing, you got to talk. Oh. Hey, cat. Thing purrs. It's, it's purrs broken. It never stops. It, it, he does not stop purring, no matter what you do. You can throw him across the room and go pick him up, he's purring. But you don't. Not you get well, no, other out. people do. <laughs> Tell me who they are, and I'll them. <coughs> Anybody else in the house? This is the first time everyone has been in one place at one time. Several long tables are laid out with breakfast steaming on a buffet sideboard. Pots of cold water, hot coffee, juice, and tea fixins are available. Fixin to me, a large chalkboard stands in the front of the room. Lots of people are in the room. Some you recognise. You recognise Dr. Green and Peter Sykes. I walk in like I own the joint. <laughs> Very good. Several people turn around and look at you because you're a woman. Everyone else here is a man. Oops. Oh, except for you. <laughs> I was just going to say, she a man do it with a cat. <laughs> Stark weather and more. You're pre-surgery, aren't you? pre <laughs> Pre op. That's so mean. <laughs> you are mean, yes. Uh, I'm just joking. It's the hiking. You're very, you're very it's the hiking boots and dungarees. Masculine. Strong. What's your son? Lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> She's a uh, my size. Yeah. My size is 12. Her size. 14. My size is 8. I can just take them and spin them, right? <laughs> we can play catch with them. Hey, let's do it. My size is 12. Yes. Oh, you're a pussy man, too. Pussy. That's <laughs> average. Oh, yes, but that's the same as me. That's average. I'm the same as... You need as... to puke some more. <laughs> I'm Amazonian. Amazonian. What's your constitution? 14. Yeah, you ain't bulimic. <laughs> In eight. You're bulimic. <laughs> right. Starkweather and Moe arrive a few minutes after eight. James Starkweather stands up before the group, tall and charismatic with black hair to noble Gloria, profile. take your head out of my foot. <laughs> no, he has a foot Seriously? fetish. Yes, he has a foot fetish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he loves feet. Oh, if you stick your foot out there, he'll just start rubbing on it. And... Oh, well, and, and, and if he likes it a lot, he'll bite him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome to the club. 
That's funny. <coughs> well, the cat loves your feet. He is very much yeah. the popular figure of the romantic adventurer. Starkweather greets several expedition members by name and welcomes everyone. Mr. Starkweather, how are you this morning? Trying to speak, he's going to be gassing over the job with him. How did you just get clawed by a cat? A big, vicious, huge, yeah, monstrous... Yeah, look at that giant-mongous cat. He's, he's playing. <laughs> the one that Samantha can pick up and... Good morning, gentlemen! <laughs> ladies, <laughs> ladies. It's uh, nice to see you all here. Mr. Hawk? Nice you made it. All right. Yeah. All right. So, we've got some details here. Ah, Jenna, sorry. Jenna, nice you made it too. Thank you. That's all right. It's nice to be here and be part of this. Good, yeah. It's nice to have you. Hope you can get some good reporting done. So. Not to book out. Sharpen a pencil and... Right, some basic details. Our expedition departs New York on September the 14th. Travels via the... September the 14th. Travels via the Panama Canal to Melbourne, Travels Australia. Jenna, tell you what. Why don't you come talk to me about it later? I'll give you all the scoops. Oh, okay. That seems fair. Yeah. Very good. So we're saying, yeah, 14th of September, we're going via the Panama Canal to Melbourne, Australia. There we'll refuel and reprovision, and we'll be ready to make landfall in the Ross Sea as early as November the 1st, if the pack ice permits. Like Miskatonic University's expedition, we're uh, going to be using aircraft as our main means of transport. Do you want a Coke? Yes, please. Coke will be fine. Three large, fast, modern aircraft. Boeing Models 247 have been purchased and will be arriving in the next few days. A fourth smaller plane, a Fairchild FC-2, carried by several previous Arctic and Antarctic expeditions, is already aboard the ship and will be used for mapping and exploration on the Ross Ice Shelf. Thank you. Three semi-permanent camps are planned. One on the shore of the Ross Sea will act as base camp for the plains. Second is to be erected near the site of Percival Lake's last great discovery, if the site can be found. The third and forward, the forward base for exploration will be located on the ancient high plateau described by Dyer as on the far side of the Miskatonic Mountains. <laughs> your wife frenched your dog. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, honey. That was funny. <laughs> I got snogged. It was from the dog. You're funny. Good He's job, Rob. Right. Good job. <laughs> Sorry, I think Ruby's tongue's been in my mouth more times than it should. Yeah, there you go. Plateaus. Pardon? Plateaus. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Where were we? Plateaus. Oh, yes, plateaus. 
Uh, many explorationary flights are planned. The Gabriel carries enough aircraft fuel to fly each of the planes around the world. The expedition will leave Antarctica on or before February the 1st. The mortal remains of the deceased Miskatonic expedition members, if they can be found, will be brought home. Mr. Watkins. Along with uh, as many of the bones and artifacts from Lakes Camp as possible. That is our plan, ladies and gentlemen. That is what we will be doing. That sounds Thank like you. a very good plan. Good. I'm glad Bravo. you're Bravo! Have we run into Woo. any problems yet? No, it all seems to be going pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just, not deliberately, he just pulled off my face. And I, don't, oh, did you see don't make both? him cross with me. We both did it. <laughs> He's going to beat me when I get home next. That's it. It's the cellar for you. We don't have a cellar in Texas. Yeah. Germ X. They don't know how to do them. Smells like oranges. They have apple too. He likes it when he smells of oranges. <laughs> Very good. You sound just like salad fingers. I like <coughs> Yes. I like them because they have rice too. You're freaky. I like the rice. Okay. Uh, I'm going to hand over to Professor Moore now, who's going to uh, <laughs> talk about some uh, more science type things. Stack with us sits down with his feet on the table. Moore stands up, adjusts his glasses. So, yes, um... Oh, why not start with uh, some introductions? Let's go around the room. I don't know what any of those things are. Jenna, why don't you start? Um... Very well. Hello, I'm Jenna Tuffin Brown. You've probably heard of me. I'm one of the uh, more famous journalists on the uh, New York Global Post newspaper, whatever I'm <laughs> right for. But you worked for the Globe. That's it, the Globe. Ooh. Uh, ooh, what the hell is a twinkie? It's like a. Yeah. Look at the expiration date on the box. Don't expire tomorrow. No. Mm-mm. Best buy. Oh, yeah, oh. Best Buy, January the 2nd. 58. Is that what it is? That's 52A348. 52, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it 2052? Those oh, okay. would be bad. Freaking last I have to read the ingredients. I wouldn't. It, it can start with sugar and end with sugar, I can imagine. Well, apparently it's golden sponge cake with creamy filling. I'm good, thank you. I'm going to see it. Oh, I got gummy worms, too. Oh, I like gummy worms. <laughs> Jenna, why don't yes. we start with you? I did, I started, and nobody knew who I was. Um, I've been asked to come along, obviously, because of my uh, star status and the uh, coverage <laughs> that I can get for the expedition, and also because uh, I really want to contribute something to our community, and blah, 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 charity speech, blah, 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 uh, blah, 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 uh, blah, 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 personal fulfilment. Uh, blah blah blah, um, character building. Uh, blah 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 blah, um, morale boosting. Uh, blah 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 blah. Um, blah blah. And there you go. That's why I want to you to feel 
like treat me like any other member of the crew just because I'm slimmer and prettier and female does not mean that I'm not prepared to work hard yep thanks Jenna you always get to talk today absolutely yeah are we going to have enough time now <laughs> I think we'll manage to fit it in I'm sorry did I go on a little bit I do have a habit of doing that sometimes. Yeah. It's now yeah. February. Why, why, why is there cotton seed in this? Just fell in. To make it puffy. <laughs> Jim, why don't you go next? Alright. Name is Jim. Hi, Jim. Jim Hawk. Rock oh. Hawk. <laughs> Jim Hawk. <laughs> I'm doing the mining and stuff like that. Alright. Um, Thank you, Jim. <laughs> Tracy? I'm Tracy Watkins. As you all know, my father was on the previous expedition, which we're going to also retrieve. Um, a plane mechanic. And do all other sorts of um, tinkering. So, uh, bravo, Jim, Tracy, uh, bravo. Thank you, Tracy. Woo, go me. Um, Nicole, why don't you go next? Uh, I'm Nicole Wellbridge. I'm here with Jenna to take the pictures and keep documentation of <laughs> <laughs> of everything. Very good. Nice to have you. Um, let's go around the table and introduce everybody. There's only a handful. Yes. We just <laughs> a little more than a handful. Yeah, a little more. Um, as you know, uh, my name is William Moore. I am a geologist, and I'm here to organise this uh, expedition. My uh, co-leader here is uh, Mr. James Starkweather, noted explorer and guide. Starkweather sort of sits back and reclines, looks heroic. <laughs> Um, let's work our way around the table. Can't do Canadian. A boot. A you boot. Put, you put A at the end of every Hello, eh? <laughs> I am uh, Peter Sykes, eh? <laughs> I am uh, an Arctic guide, eh? From Canada, eh? And I know it's a boot. There you go. I know it's a boot. Hello. Um, uh, my name is uh, Nils Sorensen. This is uh, Gunnar Sorensen. We are also Arctic guides and mountaineers from Norway. Hello, um, I'm, I'm Willard. Willard Griffiths, uh, geologist from Cornell. Uh, this is Charlie Porter, my assistant. Sit down. Um, hi. I'm Mohas Bryce. I'm a paleontologist from the University of California. Uh, this is my assistant, Timothy Cardia. You've got creaky bones. <laughs> creaky nuts. <laughs> creaky nuts. <laughs> Hi, I'm uh, Charles Myers. I'm an archaeologist from the University of Chicago. This is uh, my assistant, Avery Giles. We're uh, here to do some archaeology. Does everybody have an assistant? Absolutely. I have an assistant. Hello, uh, I'm Piers Albemarle. 
I am a meteorologist from Oberlin College. Don't worry, Jim, you can be uh, this is my assistant, T- Douglas Orglefinger. <laughs> Sorry, you better know these people. You're going to have to interact with all of these people. Oi, geologist. Oi, archaeologist. <laughs> you! Archaeologist assistant, come here. <laughs> You'll get to know him. I'll give you the list. The personnel roster. Yeah. Then you can tick them off as they all go sane and die. Um, they all go sane? Yeah. Hi, um, I'm Samuel Winslow. I'm a, a general aide to the science team. Uh, I'll be studying glaciology mostly. That's a fast-moving career. <laughs> <laughs> the whole room laugh at you. Into you. <laughs> Hi, I'm uh, Tomas Lopez. Tomas Lopez, uh, I will be uh, working the camp. With uh, my friend here, Hidalgo, he'll also be working the camp. And uh, it's a good name. You can't go Hidalgo. Hidalgo. Hidalgo <laughs> Cruz. Uh, hello. Hey. My name is uh, Maurice Cole. Hey. I'll also be working the camp with these fine fellas. Oh, hey. <laughs> He, know, he knows when it's a boot. <laughs> You'll see me a boot the camp. Eh? See? I can do that. <laughs> Hi, uh, I'm uh, David Packard. I'm the team boss and camp security. Uh, if you have any problems on the camp, come talk to me. And uh, this is Dr. Green, uh, a camp physician. So, uh, I glare at Captain Packard. <laughs> Packard, as in Picard, not Picard, as in the starship. Captain Picard. Packard. 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 As like in Picard. Like Packard Bell. What kind of car's called a Packard? An old one. Oh. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hey. <laughs> My name is Louis Rallaroche. Hey. Oh, he's the French one. I am the radio technician, operator, and electrician for the trip, eh? Are the people going to understand you on the radio? Yeah, no. I say so. My, <laughs> my English is pretty good, eh? Eh, for a Canadian, Yeah, eh? okay. <laughs> I'm well, sorry, could you speak a bit slower? Eh? Sorry, yeah. I didn't quite understand what you said. Yeah, you are... Uh... You are a lady from the papers, yes? Yes, I am. Hello. Ah, hi there. Uh, I am uh, Louis. Louis Laroche. Uh, pleased to meet you. Ew, you're sitting on me. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Sample his hockey stick. Oh, <laughs> 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 you should watch his magic episode. He'll shoot, shoot you with the hockey puck. Half the people he hangs out with. Game store. Cool. Right there. Cord. Goggles. Angel. Right there. There's the person. Hi there. Him too. Hey, excuse me. I would never encourage a gentleman of your standing to have a shag of any kind. That's crap. It was sorted out so much. <laughs> Need to get you a nice dirty prosy. That's sorted out. <laughs> it's, it's a, a prosy. I don't know. I could never get it right. It's it's see, I'm stuck in England, so you know. Tell you what, you can come to England next time we go, and then you can have sex. You can get him a pro skirt. A pro skirt? Yeah. Oh, you call me a pro skirt. Did that just take an hour? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Don't even know. Pro skirt. Prostitute. I like that. Uh, Hi. I'm uh, Albert Gilmore, and this is, uh, this is Michael O'Doole. 
couldn't believe I haven't memorized the 1920s slang dictionary. So when did he? I think he randomly found it and was like, "Hey, <laughs> where where are the technicians that will run the drill?" She'll help you run the drill. <laughs> Hello, I am Grego Pulaski. I am a sled dog chief. You are Polish. Yeah, Polish. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Grego. I, uh, my dog team are uh, Enka Fiskarsson, Olaf uh, Snaphorn, both uh, Norwegian. Oh, do you have puppies here? Puppies yeah. make very good stories. They are in the kennels. Uh, my, my readers are very interested in puppies. I will uh, take you to see. Only if they're attractive puppies, though. They are uh, huskies, madam. What kind of they? Are they the big fluffy ones? Yeah. Yes, they are with the blue eyes. Very nice. Blue eyes are very in this season. Yeah? Yeah, yes. I'll take you to see them later if you like, madam. Nice. Uh, and I will come this way. <laughs> Stop it, you dirty man. <laughs> And uh, I'm uh, Douglas Halperin. I'm a pilot along with uh, Ralph, Ralph DeWitt here. We'll be uh, flying the planes, I believe. Uh, Tracy there is helping us out with that one. Yes, I will be. Yeah, we'll be doing some work, I would suspect, on the planes land. We're going to put them together, check them out before we take them apart for packing. Sounds good. Yep. I am uh, Lawrence Longfellow. I'm an engineer. This is uh, Alan Hudson. Um, also called Colt. He's also an engineer and a mechanic. And this is a Patrick Miles, another technician and mechanic. And I believe it's all of us. Colt. Colt. Whoa. <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not your friend. You so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell everybody. Oh, yeah, that's funny. So, yes. You did tell everybody. <laughs> that's the entire crew. Beyond the that are going up the expedition. Yeah. Everybody's gonna know that you're mean. Yeah, they are. You beat me. Nothing. Does uh, anyone have any questions? <laughs> Probably. No. Okay. He hangs a large map of the Antarctic over a chalk over the chalkboard. Most of it is empty, white, uncharted territory. So what path have we been taken? I've got a large version, I should have a large version of this map, but this is the, there's a player planning map, which is this, it's basically a big Antarctic map. Uh, Mr. Starkweather plans to return north on uh, February the 1st, but uh, I think we can fill in quite a bit of this before then, don't you? Grins. In any case, uh, we shall try to uh, cover as much territory as possible while we're there. Yes, Jenna? And where is this a map of? Sorry. Antarctica. Okay. Very good. Uh, we'll be sharing the continent with three other expeditions. Uh, they have their own itineraries, of course, and Mr. Starkweather uh, wishes to stay out of their way wherever possible. So far as I know, none of them have any plans to push inland across the Miskatonic Mountains. <laughs> <laughs> You're Daisy Dave. <laughs> ah, and so are you. <laughs> <laughs> You are so going in the big <laughs> <way. laughs> A non-too-masculine woman. <laughs> a non-too-masculine woman. Yeah. So, uh, just a normal person, then. Oh, wait, no, you're a flapper. Probably. We all know what a flapper is. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. 
Oh, yeah. A stylish, brash young woman with short skirts and shorter hair. That's pretty much who you're playing right now. <laughs> no skirts, was that? <laughs> no, I really, I'm like, it, it said, it said, uh, there was a detective, usually qualified with private, if not a policeman. Dick. Private dick. Yeah, we, yeah. we just get that, so <laughs> that's not funny for us. Maybe it's because we dingus. Uh, dingus over there is a thing. Dingus. I'm going to take this off and yeah, possibly feed it to him. It says dingus thing. You're so funny. Does that mean things are dingus? Apparently. Woo-hoo. Change his board now. I can do that. Yeah, no, you can. Don't do it. Um. Moore summarises what's known of the plans of the Bird, Ellsworth and Barsmere Falcon expeditions, pointing out their published locations and travel routes on the map and comparing them to the expedition plans. He then leads a quiet toast to the success of the voyage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suddenly there's only coffee and orange juice. It's all good. Two weeks remain before we set sail. Um, that isn't much time, and I'm afraid some things have rather fallen through the cracks. Between now and then, I shall be calling upon each of you to lend your expertise towards our successful departure. I trust you're all willing to help. I've drawn up a number of lists. He holds a pile of paper up. And there will be doubtless uh, more when these are finished. Um, he starts going around the room, immediately signing everyone duties. He's not particularly assertive or overbearing. Um, and gives you jobs. I sort of meander around to like look like I'm leaving the room. <laughs> uh, Jenna, uh, I have some jobs for you as well. Oh, really? Yes, of course. Everyone has to pull their weight. Yeah. Well, obviously everyone has to pull their weight. Somebody has me. to do the laundry. Pardon? I, I understand that everybody needs to pull their weight, but obviously I'm a little different from everybody else, and I thought that, you know, we could come to some kind of agreement. Oh, my God, it sounds like I'm trying to get him to have sex with me. Yeah, get down on your knee, biatch. <laughs> you pro skirt. <laughs> no, that'd be only if he had to pay. Yep. Um, She's paying obviously, with my, with my <coughs> celebrity, mm. um, it's, there's obviously going to be a few tasks that I'm incapable of doing for um, fear of you know damaging my hands or scarring my face. So I can't really do an awful lot of the sort of more manual tasks. But my um, assistant uh, is quite capable of uh, taking over my Yes, staff. I have a special job for you. And Don't anyone get else would like to take along. If you can talk to me after everyone's gone, is what I was wanting to tell you. There's no need to shirk work. Oh, Ooh, he's going to grill you. I'm going to give you a sound and severe beating of the face and neck. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tracy, uh, yes, I believe you'll be helping the aircraft crew with the uh, aircrafts when they get here. Yes. They need to be inspected and test flown. Then uh, the wings and engines need to be removed and treated up so we can head on out. It's all uh, good. So we can handle the I believe they should be arriving in a day or so. Very good. 
Yep. Um, you might also have to go to Trenton, where the uh, Boeings are, and uh, inspect them and then pick them up with the rest of the aircraft crew. That's all right. I'll also be working with the climbing crew, mm-hmm. making sure all the climbing equipment's uh, up to par. If you like. Very good, very good. Yes. Expeditions, dogs. Yeah, that's a great job. You get the job of helping the dog handlers settle the dogs in. (laughs) Okay. You can clean up the poop. Everybody gets some cargo manifests. Oh, you're telling her? No, he's talking to me. No? What? I've read this bit, remember? Oh, yeah. Jalapi. <laughs> Slap you, boy. He's <laughs> like somebody with one of those foreign, like, oh, come on, language got... CDs on yeah. headphones. Jerking a nod. Nodding. So <laughs> no, he's, he's like a kid who's got Tourette's, is what he is. <laughs> Jingle brain. Have you got Tourette's? I'm so sorry. Joe, it's coffee. So, Goggles Brothers, coffee. It will be severe. There will be beatings. <laughs> Give me scissors. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, really. I always travel with scissors. So, you if do. you tell someone you're going to punch someone in the mouth, you would say, I'm going to kiss you in the kisser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sounds gay. <laughs> do you think so? It's the 1920s. There was a fine line. Here you go, my darling. Would you, do you require some glue as well? Thank you, love it. No, I'm good, thanks. Just numbering these before I hand them out. I found a new notebook. I haven't used this one. That's a nice one. Is that the one you bought? Yeah. I like it. It's good. I like your notebook you brought back. You bought that in Salado, didn't you? I certainly did. Salado. I hate the handouts. So many of them. Oh. I only had a chance to cut them after I printed them. <laughs> what would you have done if I had not brought some? No. I'd have managed. I'd have torn and I'm sure Liz has scissors, yeah. She's got kids, she's better to have scissors. No, she's got kids, so therefore the chances of her having a working pair of scissors. Well, yeah, there's that. Okay. You can always use the sword. Can't use the sword. Oh, I'll do that. You can't touch it. Yeah, you're not old enough. Yeah, you're not allowed to touch no, it. <laughs> yeah. You might cut your nose off. Then where would you be? That a nose? Yep, that would be terrible, terrible tragedy. <laughs> Is this the new one? Yeah. Yes. Is it good? Yeah. Why did you not go to the cinema? I thought you just role played all the time. Yeah, I thought that. I don't actually think you did anything as a cinema role we never go to the cinema. Just getting the right time to go. It's depressing. So are we going to get paid in Sawbucks or double Sawbucks? No. Huh? We want to go and see that. I want to see it. <laughs> it might be nice to go with people because we don't like American cinema. Well, when you go, let me know. Let's go to the Shahid. We're going to go sometime this week. So we're going to see Sweeney Toad. Yes. So Ned, you're a sheep. Johnny Delicious Death in it. you think he's delicious? Um, yeah. Do you really? Only in certain roles. I quite like him as kind of <laughs> nasty murdering type people. I don't like him as a pirate. It's so funny. He doesn't really do it for me. Right, I've chopped up my cargo manifests. 
Thank you, baby. We're being well prepared. Well, you were Girl Scout. <laughs> Would you like to Edward? Edward Scissorhands. No, not really. Okay. He hands these out. Jenna, you can have this one. Thank you. Yeah, we need to be checking those, Jenna. Yes, Making right sure they uh, yes. all arrive and are correct. Uh, Jenna, this is important. Obviously. Are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently not. Please keep it. Write your name on it so I know it's yours. I'm going to work on that top area. <laughs> I do, actually. Socks. Here you go. Hal's really scared Thank you, Nicole. Putting his hair, so... Oh, we're all going to be zotzed. I've got to write my name. Yeah, so I know it's yours. Tracy, where's yours? And uh, Jim, you can have this one. Oh, we have a few more to go around. Uh, Je- no. Uh, Nicole, here you go. And uh, there's another one for you, Tracy. And uh, Jim, uh, I'm afraid you're going to have the last one, it's a little large. It's a good thing we didn't give these big lists to Jenna. Jenna's got one. These are uh, excerpts from the Cargo Manifest. If you have any questions, just ask. Almost. <laughs> it's by Lindsay Halpin, age 25 and 9 months. Thank you, sweetie. <laughs> you keep that. You're only 24? No, I think 5 and 9 months. And 9 months. She's only 24. Oh, and 9. I thought you said in 9 months. And my birthday's in April. April 19th. My birthday. It's April the 19th, everybody, who might be interested. <laughs> yeah. I want to have a party. Yeah. I want to have a fancy dress party. Um, essentially, uh, you need to be checking that all that yeah. stuff's there. Party. Making sure everything's on the list, effectively, where it should be. Yeah? yeah. You do that over the next... I'll go ahead and buy some bracelets. Handcuffs. We don't need handcuffs. Um, if you want to be doing that while you're uh, doing other things, that would be ideal. Um, unless you have any questions, I think we're good. Jenna, if you'd uh, stay back, I'll have a task for you. what's <laughs> to tell me um, I have an important request to make. Okay. Uh, we've engaged the services of J.B. Douglas to Captain the Gabriel. Uh, Commander Douglas, you may know was the master of the Miskatonic Expedition's vessel, Arkham. Oh, yes, I remember. We're delighted to have him, of yes, course. But the commander is a very private man and wants nothing to do with the press or the public view. Ah, I see. As you are... Uh, How jer- does this concern me? Yeah. What I would like you to do is to make yourself available to the commander okay. and see to any needs he may have. I'm He's, not servicing uh, him. <laughs> He's due to be arriving on September the 6th and has reserved rooms. I left that lifestyle behind a long time ago, mister. And has reserved rooms at the Westbury Hotel at 440 Scammell Street. Write it down, Jenna. Very good. 
she if you embarrassed meet... herself. <laughs> <laughs> if you meet him there that evening, after he arrives, I should be most appreciative. We want to extend him every courtesy. Please don't tell anyone about the commander. We have uh, promised him that his accommodations will be kept from the press and that no one will bother him before the expedition sets sail. Mr Starkweather wishes to announce Douglas is hiring himself, but of course we're not going to do that until closer to departure. Trust I encountering you. I have a question. Yes, Jenna. If he doesn't want anything to do with the press... Yes, Jenna. Why would you want me to do this? Because, Jenna, you're involved in the press and would understand and recognise fellow press members should they be seen. But does this around. man know? Well, he's obviously going to know who I am. He's well, going yes. to recognise me. He knows you're going to be represented, oh, okay. so he appreciates your help. Okay. Obviously, you're not allowed to write about him, photograph him, interview him, or do any press related things with him. Mm. We're going to be. Re- that might be a bit difficult. We're going to be releasing his story closer to the time of departure through your father's paper. Okay, well obviously Daddy would like me to write the article. Yes, that would be fine, Jenna, but not until close to the time. Okay. You'll need to give me a head start. Sometimes it takes me rather a long time to write articles. Yes, I can imagine so. Uh, <laughs> uh, end. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Any questions, Jenna? Um, no, I think we're good. Can you write down that address again? Westbury Hotel. Meet. Strange. <laughs> Commander Douglas. Man. It's strange, man. At Westbury. Westbury Hotel, at four forty Scammell Street. In the dark alley. Uh, on the sixth evening of the sixth of September. <laughs> 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 what? I need them. So it's... thank you for the use of your scissors, Lindsay. Yeah, well, I need them again. Use of money. So useful. I'm not your bitch. Yeah, you are. We, yeah, that whole we your had that mind. whole wedding thing and everything. Yes, I, I wear the ring of power in this relationship. The ring of power. Well, so everybody seems to think, anyway. She I has the one ring. She has the one ring. <laughs> You not find yourself doing stuff that I tell you to do yet. You will. No. <laughs> it's not quite working right yet, then. You need to tune it into his frequency. <laughs> like, I'm like Captain Planet. Captain <laughs> Planet. Go Planet Tears! Captain Planet. Oh, good lord. <sighs> and now we've got Captain Planet ranting along. What, you ought to be able to join that song. Was David a big fan of Captain Planet? <laughs> oh, yeah. I can see that. Which one? I bet you were Heart, weren't you? Heart. Because <laughs> there's four good powers and then there's sucky wank power. <laughs> Fart. <laughs> How do you think he flies? <laughs> I really like it's all natural gas. <laughs> 
Did you have somebody called Teddy Rook spinning over here? Oh, yes. Yep. Yay! I had a Teddy Rook spinning. He skated, didn't he, after all the skates? I'm sure he did. Not all of them did, but um, My Teddy Rook spin had roller skates. And yellow dungarees. But there we go. Yeah. I had a smurf uh, David, they ask you to assist with the building of the dog cages. You and Nicole are asked to assist with that. Alright. So that's part of your jobs, along with looking at the manifests. I the computer you can hear, not... I can't hear. The fan that's making the warm, warm noise. Computer makes noise too. Yeah, I have ears. That means that the direction the sound comes from is generally the direction the sound Well, technically, from. yours is pointed in both ways. Right. The morning paper on September the 3rd, having your whole day ahead of you, would you like to do anything on the 2nd? So tired. Yeah, we'll get there. David needs to go home. He's only little. Oh, yeah, you got school tomorrow, baby. No. Oh, you're alright, then you can stay. one more day, he gets to sleep all day tomorrow. They start him back on a, like a Wednesday. On Thursday. They what? start him back. Charlie's out the whole week. Charlie's yeah, no, it's just stupid. They give yeah. us two days of school. It's like, are you My school used to do that, but they used to send us back on Friday and also. Yeah. Really it's, it's dumb. We used to start school the day before Labor Day weekend. Like one day, and then you have your weekend. <sighs> well, that'll be all. I'm going to go ahead and put down. Yeah. It's 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> it's never too early to start. That's true. What are you going to do today? What's put down? What? Drink. You alcoholic. Anyone doing anything on the second? Starting their cargo manifests? Doing anything else? No? I go down to the ship. Alright, very good. Um, what are you doing? I go up the... Plank, gang, gang plank thing. Yep. What are you doing? I find an able-bodied seaman. There's some semen around. You wipe it off as you get up the gang plank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had to. I had to. It was expected of me. Yep. Now what? Um, you there. What's your name? What? You're a fine, strong-looking gentleman. Yeah. Can I ask a favour? What do you need? Um, well, they've given me this list. And it says it's an equipment manifest excerpt. Yes, that would be an excerpt from the manifest for the ship, I would yes. suspect. I'm supposed to do something with it, but silly me, I was a bit busy when they were talking to me, and I can't quite remember what they wanted me to ah, do. I suspect what they want you to do is check the cargo is present, correct, and all that. All you right. need to do is go down the hole. Let me look at the manifest. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, you just need to go to this location here. Okay. Yeah? Yes. And, and check these quotes. Check the number of the, the quote. I don't and what should you be in the quote. Just, just showing me how to do the first one, because I would be terribly upset if I got something wrong. Sure, yes, of course. Come on down. He takes you down to uh, <laughs> the location of these crates. Okay, this crate here. Right. He points to the crate. You should have uh, a crate <laughs> containing two boxes with uh, 24 cans of uh, butter. Right. Let's have a look. He pries open the top of the crate and looks in. Pulls out some butter. I'll it count them. It's canned butter. There's 24 cans in each. So that's basically what you need to do. Okay. Here's your crowbar. 
Shouldn't take too long. Could you could you show me the technique that you used with the crowbar? On, sure. I've never really used a crowbar before. Sure, yeah. Um, here you go. She um, cracks open another... She? <laughs> he, cracks, he cracks open another can. Um, yeah, uh, here we are. 32 cans of 20-ounce powdered milk. Okay, I'll check in there. I'll count them. One, two, three. Okay. Um... I'm still, I'm still not convinced that I'm I think you should try this one yourself, miss. Really? Okay. 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 Go for it. Ugh. You don't need to lift the crib, miss. You just no, need to... I need to. Oh, yeah, I don't have to then, miss. Are you sure you should be going on this expedition? Yes, I just have a bit of a... Um, I'm tired in the mornings. You oh, okay, no problem. Yes, sir. yes, my grandmother was the same way. And it's a technique thing. When you've, when you've done as much writing <laughs> as I've let, done... Let me show you, miss. He takes all of your hands and jams it into a box. Oh! And then pushes down. Quite. There we go. Yes, he jams your box. <laughs> um, this is supposed to be for four boxes... Cont- <laughs> <laughs> this is containing four boxes, uh, which are containing 16 tins of tea. Okay, is it correct? It is correct. Okay. This is an hour's gone by, I've opened these boxes so far. Okay. Well, thank you, young man, for your help. That's all right. And I'll be sure to mention you. Your name is. It's uh, it's it's Robert. Yes. Um, I'll sh- I'll be sure to mention how helpful you were in my uh, article that I'll be writing. Thank, thank you. you very much. All right, he heads off. He's a stevedore. He's off to unload and load some more stuff. What are you gonna do? Carry on. What you Robert, where the hell you been? I've been needing you. <laughs> Can you tell me how to use a crowbar? <laughs> <laughs> Screw you! I got half of my list done already. What are you doing? On you carry on. Yep. What are you? You checking everything on the list? Yeah. Okay, your and six. I am actually checking and counting. I'm being methodical and slow and a bit retarded. Your six boxes of dried apricots are correct. Your four boxes with twenty-four cans of twelve-ounce prunes are correct. You know, eat well on the Arctic. Your um, twenty-four cases with twenty-four cans of baked beans are correct. <laughs> prunes and baked beans. Oh my goodness! That's your uh, one-gallon jar of soured cream. Um, oh, you're supposed to have six one-gallon jars of sour cream. Okay, and I have... Uh, you don't seem to be able to find it where it's supposed to be. It's meant to be in the reefer space, okay. which is the cold store. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't seem to be able to find it in the reefer space. Okay. I'll put a mark next to it on my checklist. Okay. Yeah, everything else in the reefer space seems to be there. Uh, and everything else is there. Yeah. I'll head on down okay. and start opening up my crates. Okay. Boxes. I'll look around the places near me. Okay, you need to make me a spot hidden check. Spot hidden? Somebody's hidden. I'll be sure to take off my shirt. You look manly. Ooh, you are so manly and glistening. <laughs> Tracy. <laughs> he, has to, he has to make... He has to make oh, it's on my chest. Oh, it was a hair. Awesome. <laughs> okay, yes, you like find your six jars of sour cream. They've accidentally been packed on a pallet with the canned butter and powdered milk and have been put in the hold rather than in the refrigerator space. Okay. Are they still going to be alright? Um, they look okay now. They haven't been in the hold long. I think you probably take them to the refrigerator. They'll be fine. Okay. Do I think that because I'm sick? Or do, do I no. think that because... Okay. Then you think you can probably get it into the refrigerator. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're all checking our cargo manifests. Very good. Yeah. My absurdity. Please, sir, I finished first. You have indeed finished your cargo manifest, Jenna. Mm. 
My absurdly freaking long one. You've got a long <laughs> cargo manifest, have you? I said Tracy was next, I believe. Trace. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tracy. What are you checking first? I'll check out the 30 crates with the canned sardines. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love that. Uh, four boxes with eight cans and four ounces of pepper. Yeah, they seem to be there. Two boxes with eight jars of mustard. <laughs> Can't go without eight jars of mustard, can you? Oh, or sixteen jars of mustard. You're gonna smell fun. Well, we have eight jars of Tabasco sauce too. Uh, they <laughs> all your, seem your to be dad present. Packed this, didn't he? Yeah, my dad packed all those. Yeah, they seem to be there. Worcestershire sauce. Or Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, they seem, it seems to be there too. Marmalade. Yeah. Raisins. Yeah. Orange syrup. Grape syrup. There you go. Where are you? Let me find your list. Oh, I've got Jim's list mixed in with yours. That's his, I think. Tracy. Everybody likes Tracy. Here we go. All right. Yeah. All right. My mistake. <coughs> Make me a spot hidden check. Twenty-five. You've got thirty-two when you roll twenty-five. Well, you have twenty-five and you rolled thirty-two. I have twenty-five and I rolled thirty-two. That's all right. I'll be nice to you, seeing as it made it up to the wrong list. The thirty small crates of sardines listed on the manifest actually contain several large cans of sardine oil instead of sardines. Your boxes of pepper are actually four two-pound boxes of dried red peppers. And your four crates that were supposed to contain marmalade actually contain four crates of small canning jars with wax and sealable lids ready for use but without anything in them. Can't go to the Antarctic without your marmalade, can you? Oh, yes, we can. <laughs> Just don't tell Jim. Yeah. Yeah. How about the wash their shelves? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you want to say that again? Would you like a hand with those? <laughs> Raisins. <laughs> <laughs> not, not Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, Worcestershire. Shush. <laughs> 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 Worcestershire sauce. Orange syrup. Yeah, all seems that. Uh, grape syrup. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, I lied. I lied. Your Worcestershire sauce isn't there. Lying. Your Worcestershire sauce isn't present. Oh, 
about the raisins. <laughs> yeah, the raisins are there. Uh, three crates of orange syrup. There, there. Three crates of grape syrup. That's there. Sixteen boxes <coughs> of chocolate. Yeah, seems to be there. I think they're probably in my room. <laughs> Actually, I only see 15. <laughs> Better order another one. Uh, 48 crates of wheat and oat biscuit. Mmm. Yeah, they're there. Four boxes of cube sugar. Um, no, they don't seem to be there. <laughs> I gave you the easy list. <laughs> now he's got to go find all the stuff during the day. Uh, four boxes of twenty-seven bullion cubes. Um, no, they don't seem to be there. <laughs> Who the hell did this order? <laughs> No, it's not that sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the. Eight bags of all-purpose flour. Nope, they don't seem to be there anyway. <laughs> That's way more than half. <laughs> Ned's got a good one, and he's got a second list. I'm scared to give you mine. Jenna, Jenna comes in with a man and works through her boxes pretty quickly, and then. Looks at you and leaves. <laughs> she probably giggles. She seems to be leaving carrying a boxes of um, a box of soured cream. Good job there, Jenna. Four cans of baking powder. There, there. Four boxes of baking soda. There. One box of salt. Yep. And five crates of oatmeal. Yep. You've got a busy day ahead of you. <laughs> Try to find all that mess. Next list. <laughs> oh, I have to wait for the plane to get here. We'll wait for. Uh, we'll skip. You want to do yours? I guess. What list are you doing? Number two. Number two. Okay, okay. let's do it. Uh, oh, oh, you've got a good one. Oh hell. <laughs> <laughs> two Ford Snow tractors. Yeah, they're there. 30 watt, three 30 watt generators. There, One heavy crate with Derek. Yep. One heavy crate with generator. Yep. One frame construction with jointed drill. Yep, there, Heavy crate with electrical ice. Yep. Two crated windmill generator. They don't seem to be there. Two kerosene stoves. Two chalkboard, four by four on stand. Yep. <laughs> Get all the good gear, don't you? Six blowtorch. Yep, there they Four kerosene lanterns. Mm-hmm. Three box set cooking gear for camp. Uh, Pots and pans. No, doesn't seem to be there. Huh? Um, don't seem to, to find them. Alrighty. Two camp radios with antenna. 
Uh, yeah, they're there. Four trail radios. Um, yeah, they seem to be there. Twenty trail radios with battery. Make me a a look check. Okay, that's that under. Look, top right of the character sheet. It should be top right. It's not a skill. It's next to ah, your stats. Got it? No. Look. It's... Look. There. 55. Look. Luck. Look. Luck. Luck. Luck is... L-O-O-K. No, look is to see. Look is to... <laughs> you said the exact same thing. Yes. So I got to roll under the 55? If you can. No, 77. Okay. Yeah. Nasty. Yeah. Don't give me that face. Thank God I wasn't the only one. <laughs> it's okay. luck. Well, uh, where was I? The radio? Right? Oh, yes. Is that the 20 radios? So they're not there, right? What? The... No, they're there. They are? The radio batteries are there. Is that Dora game fun? Six field telephones with telegraph key. Yep, there they are. <laughs> 32 telephone batteries. Yep. And one spool 8,000 feet telephone wire. Yep, that's there. So I'm only missing two items? It looks like we're... Okay. Hee <sighs> <laughs> 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 David. Woo, which one do I want to do? I'll do a big one. Remember you got this one? List number seven. <laughs> list You're the number seven. That's the big list, yeah? Yep. Okay. Canvas uh, plane uh, covers. Yeah, brother. Heating hoods for the engines. Yep. Case with case with movie camera, tripods, and film. Yep. Guitar. Yep. Harmonica. Guitar. Um, it appears that this case has been broken into and both the harmonicas have gone. Oh no, there are two harmonicas have been stolen. Ooh, no music. Still <laughs> camera set? Yep. Comes with camera lens. Yeah, it's all done. Okay. Stay there. Case biology, zoology. Seems and to be there as far as you know. Straight jacket. I walk down playing a harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I shoot him. I shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the biology stuff seems to be there. Straight jacket. Yeah, it seems to be there. Pairs of handcuffs. Yep. Case of 24, but... What is it? Bottles? Yep. Various med- medical yeah. liquor. Yep, that's that. Medicine chest with surgical and drug supplies. Yep. Doctor's medical bag. Yep. Box tobacco and cigarettes. Yep. Case with typewriter paper and carbon paper. Yep. Crate. Var navigational instrument and charts. Yep. Binoculars. Yep. Case astronomy instruments and notebook. Um, they they don't seem to be there. The Gaga Moon counter isn't there either. It's part of the astronomy kit. Oh yeah. No, no. Case meteorology instruments and text. 
Yeah, that's fair. Chest paleontology equipment. Yep. Chest geology, cardiology tools. Yep. Or cartography. Yep. Chest geophysics set. Yep. Chest chemistry sampling and test equipment. Yep. Crate six caustic soda canisters. Don't seem to be there. <sighs> That's not that bad. Anyone else like to do another, or would you like to spend the day dealing with that one? You have a while to deal with them I can do this one, too. Okay, what number? Four. Number four. Go for it. <laughs> 600 um, coils. Airplane row. Alpine row. Alpine row. Not aeroplane row. You know what? You try and read that. Okay. I've got it here. Exactly. <laughs> exactly the same as you have it there. Yeah, it's kind of difficult. It doesn't say aeroplane. <laughs> Bag sets, P10. <laughs> slings and other climbing gear. You don't seem to be fine that. Ice axes. Yeah, they're there, but you don't seem to be able to find the pittons and associated climbing gear. Nascent sleds. Yeah, they're there. Sled meters. Uh, Yep. Box with one flare pistol and ten flares. Uh, Yep. Metal box, ten calcium flares, burn for ten minutes. Yep. Series marker panels and signal aircraft. Uh, No. They don't seem to be there either. Electronic single lamp. Six electronic signal lamps. Um, hmm. Do you have any tech skills? Electronics? Do we have electronics as a skill? Or we do, do we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got mechanical repair. Okay, electrical, electrical repair. repair. Let me roll on that. Alright. 72 minus 75, so that would be good. Yes. Um, you realise that you're looking, you're supposed to be looking for six electric signal lamps. What you've actually got uh, is a pair of very large crates with big, heavy, shuttered carbon arc lamps used for theatrical lighting. Oxygen snow tents. Yeah, they're there. Heavy charge ramp for unloading ship. Yep. Malmute sled dogs, usually 9 to 11 per sled. Yeah, the sled dogs are there. Bunk sponges, <laughs> etc. Yep. Bambi poles. Bamboo poles. Okay. The bambi pole, but you skewer bambi on them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're bamboo poles. Timbers. You're going to count all 150 of the bamboo poles. Yep. <laughs> Timbers. Um... No, you don't seem to be able to find those. How do you not find pieces of freaking wood? Well, they're not there. Oh my god. <laughs> they're the crates, you moron. Well, these aren't crates. <laughs> they're the crates. 12 by 12. Telephone poles? Yeah, they're there. Alright, I bet you I couldn't find telephone poles. That'd be a problem. <laughs> How do you not know you didn't get telephone poles? We're bringing telephone poles? Yeah. Uh, For base mass and bridging. You're going to have like radios and shit right yeah. Telephones. We got telephone wire. Right. I'll go try and find all the stuff That's and see who has harmonicas too. that seem eerily new. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite funny. What number? Three. Oh, oh but then go for it. Five bags of not there. Set aircraft tools. <laughs> it's so me. Yeah, there, there. Oh, hang on. 
<laughs> Why is it with the game? <laughs> he's, got, he's got the really bad ones. Like, yeah, they're there. One creative tools, vice, small lake, files, drill, etc. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Make me um, a pilot check. Oh, shit. That's one I'm actually good at. Civil prop will be fine. <laughs> Damn it to hell. <laughs> <laughs> you missed it. You're all under it. I got a 52, or I have a 51. <laughs> and I rolled a 52. Let me a look check. Let me a look check. Let me a look check. A look check. see, they're taking the piss. Look or a lock? <laughs> Whatever you want. Make me a chance check. <laughs> 75 is mine and 66 is the roll. So you pass. Yes. Okay. Luckily. (coughs) (laughs) As uh, you're examining tools, you realize that they're not actually small enough. A majority of them aren't small enough for repairing aircraft. Most of the tools are actually for uh, repairing marine engines and are huge and far too big. (sighs) <sighs> Chests of carpentry tools, base saws, hammers. Yeah, yeah, they're there. One box with various nails and carpentry supplies. Yep. Two sleds, 900 feet lumber for base. Uh, they're missing. Lumberyard. You're going around a lumberyard. Excuse me. One pallet of tar paper. Yep. One box. Set of film developing equipment and chemicals. Um, they don't seem to be there. Ten Nansen cookers and Primus stoves. Yep, there they Two crates of setting plates, mugs, and utensils. Yep. Twelve buckets to melt water in. Yep. Twelve four-person bellow entrance tents with holes. Yep. Twenty-five pole sledding tents. Yep. 40 canvas and goose down sleeping bag. Yep. Eight boxes of 60 lifeboat style matches. Yep. Six flags, two US, two British, and two Miskatonic University. Miskatonic University on short poles. Yep, there, there. No, university. <laughs> Stab! <laughs> Do it. I uh, take out the British ones and um, <laughs> 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 That's funny. Uh, 40 pairs of snowshoes. Yep. 10 pairs of ski bindings and poles. Yep. 12 shovels. Yep. 6 axes. Yep. And 4 bow saws. No, they're not there. 
<laughs> uh, instead of those, there is a small parcel containing four replacement blades for the same saws. But no saws. But no saws. The invoice numbers match what you've got, but it uh, appears to be a clerical error. They've sent you uh, four replacement blades instead of four saws. Alrighty then. What would you like? What's your number? Five. Actually, we're short one pair of snowshoes and one pair of skis, binding and poles. Why is that? If you're pinching them. Why? Because she has her own. <laughs> and yeah. brought her own decorated ones. Go for it. <laughs> one spare rudder and rudder assembly. Yep. Hey, Diana gets all the tech stuff. It's funny. Uh, one spare ship's propeller. Yep. One raft built atop oil drums. Nope. Uh, yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 40 bags quick setting cement. Um, doesn't seem to be there. Two case of 48 sticks. Have ammonia gelatin dynamite. Yeah. That doesn't seem to be there either. I swear to God, I didn't take it. <laughs> you took it. <laughs> I don't want to go first. <laughs> uh, two set welding equipment. Yep. Bring it on. Meanwhile, I've decided it should be. Two ma- eight mallets. <clears throat> yep. Eight large hammers. <laughs> yep. One wooden box. 100. Yeah, number six. Not an electric blasting carrier. Yes. No, that doesn't seem to be there. <laughs> it's mine. I know where it went. <laughs> you took the blasting caps. I did. <laughs> uh, six coil, 50 foot of time blasting fuse. That ain't there either. Does <laughs> this blame me? God. Yeah, you like to bust stuff up. Eight large crowbar. Yeah, they're there. Cthulhu did it. <laughs> Twelve ice scrapers. Yeah, they're there. Twelve snow shovels. Um. Hmm. Don't seem to be there. Um. Make me an idea roll. What is that? Okay, I see it. <laughs> She's burying yourself in the woods. Night there. We'll be sure to post pictures anyway. Good enough? Good, yes. Um, You realise that although you're looking for 12 shovels, there's a large crate that seems much larger than required for 12 shovels that actually seems to contain 72 snow shovels. Um, Looks like um, it's probably due to somebody having imprecise handwriting and you've actually got 72 snow shovels rather than um, 12. That's good. (laughs) <laughs> You're never going to run out of snow shovels. Okay. You can't sleep anywhere. Twelve stiff brooms. <laughs> yep, they're there. And four ice anchors. Yep, they're there too. You have 72 snow shovels. That's good. Is that everybody done their lists? Yes. That's good. You get, to, you get to work through your lists and try and replace the things that are missing during the two weeks. That you've got. And who's paying for all this? Well, it's part of the expedition. You have to go and talk to Moore and tell him what's missing. You're not an out sharp object. <laughs> it's probably the easiest way. Go to Moore and say, we've checked the manifest, we you can't find these, these, and these. Um, I took what one. What do we do? And he'll probably go, go find some. Or maybe you'll know where they are. Maybe. 
Alright, so I go to uh, Tracy's room for the harmonicas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, we won't do the third then. I was about to do the third and give you a handout. In fact, we will do the third. I'll give you the handout and then we can end it there on the third. And then we can be happy at the start of the third. Right? Or we could be happy at the end of the second. No, start of the third's better. It's a good place to. Cliff. Ah. It's cliffhanger <laughs> I'm going to get you to read again now, just for that. The morning pin. <laughs> Boy, you're bright. You know, all of you, except for Jenna, have a hard time locating these things, checking through the crates. Jenna seems to have an easy time and <coughs> dances like a toon. Uh, I feel like moving one of her off the ship. Oh, you didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She two crates because I did the same thing. <laughs> That's so... The morning paper on September the 3rd contains Starkweather's press announcement. Here you go. Or would you like me to read it? Morning edition, 3 cents, September 3rd, 1933. Commander Douglas to join expedition. Famed sea captain returns to Ant... Arctic waters. New York, UPI, Commander J.B. Douglas, famed sea captain and former master of Brig Akarem. Arkham. Arkham. Yeah, Arkham. Will return to an Antarctic waters later this year. James Starkweather, world explorer and leader of the forthcoming Starkweather Moore expedition to Antarctica, announced today that Douglas has agreed to come out of retirement and... What the... Captain... The expedition ship on their voyage of discovery. Commander Douglas will be invaluable addition to our expedition, Starkweather said. Not only does he have personal knowledge of the many, uh, what the? Heck? Not only does he have a personal knowledge of the many of the dangers. That just threw me off. You're putting a the in where there isn't one. Not only does he have personal knowledge of the many of the There's no the there, unless you've got a different copy to make. <laughs> Where are you? God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> knowledge, knowledge. Look, let's see. Yeah, knowledge yeah. of the many of the. Oh, uh, yeah, your copy's different than mine. <laughs> My copy doesn't have that the in it. Oh, well. <laughs> That's bizarre. <laughs> Dangers and hazards of the South Pole. But he is an accomplished explorer and adventurer. The expedition will benefit him great will benefit greatly from his experience of the harsher climbs and his keen inquired mind. I look forward to providing this country's most noteworthy scientists with the means to enrich our understanding of the natural world. Douglas, a 25-year-old veteran of the Merchant Try again. Marines. Try again. 25-year veteran. 25-year-old veteran. <laughs> a 25-year veteran. A wondrous experience. Of the Merchant Marines. 25. Was sailing master of the Arkham. Very good. On its 1930 voyage to the Antarctic with the now famous Miskatonic Expedition. He retired from the sea in 1932. Commander Douglas could not be reached for comments. Starkweather has promised interviews with the commander beginning on September 7th by appointment. Wait a minute, if he's 25-year veteran yeah. and, is, and he retired in 1932, yeah. how could he be a 25-year veteran? Because he's had 25 years of sailing experience prior to 1932. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You can keep. The Arkham is also the insane asylum. Yeah, in Batman. Batman. <laughs> Arkham Asylum. Yes. Which name is Batman in this? It's based on Lovecraft. Lovecraft has a town called Arkham, which is where all his stuff is set. Which is where they got Arkham. The Joker's from. escaping. That'll be a good place to end, I think. Alright. Waking up on the morning of the 3rd. And you've read the paper. Seen Jenna walk in with the captain. Yeah. Hey, baby. Packers. No, the captain's not arriving till the 6th. 6th? 6th. 6th. Isn't it the 6th? 6th. 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 Sorry, 6th. Say six. six. Sit. Now say six. Th. Six. Huh? Okay, I'll say it together. Sixth. Sixth. Yeah. Sixth. Yeah. There you there go. Are you happy now? Lindsay's a I was like, what? Sit. Why? Lindsay's talking about six. Jedi's. Listen. Like S-I-S. Six. Sixth. Sixth. I'm sorry, I'm pretty sure that being English, from <laughs> England, yeah, I've got it right. How do you say L-U-C-K? Look. That's luck. Luck. <laughs> <laughs> she got it faster than how, then. <laughs> <laughs> I got oh, wait, the no, no, say luck and look. Look and look. They are, they are pronounced the same. <laughs> In English, they are. They are. Look and look. Okay. Then how do you tell the difference? Because, because they're strange. entirely different contexts. Yeah, but not when you're looking for look. <laughs> I was looking for look. Look? Yeah, it still makes sense. You pronounced both words the same, sure. Right. Looking for look. Okay. Well, we're there is no we're look on the sheet. We're new to the game. <laughs> I'm so sorry I confused you by speaking English. No, continue Stop speaking it. English. We will learn it. Say Bond, James Bond. No. Lindsay can do it better than me. Lindsay, do it. Say Bond. Oh, I've, I've stopped, I've stopped on, the recorder. You can, I have. Please. Stopped. Have you really? Yeah. I'm just writing down the end locations. Okay. Oh, do it. Monkey, do it. Monkey. Monkey. Right. Do it. Okay? I'm so good. Do it. Alright, do it. <coughs> do it. Bond. James Bond. That's I used to be able to do it, I don't think I can do it. Well, try, you'll never know. No, because if I do it, I sound like a spaz. I sound like a spaz. That's what I want You're to already do. a spaz, you might as well do it. Oh! I'm going to die on home, dude. I hate to tell you that. You're walking, dude. No, it's easy. We'll strap him to the back. <laughs> Just put him up there as a hood ornament. A hood ornament. No, well, no, he'd wait to... No, put him on the top. <laughs> I'd probably enjoy that. We can sit you on the tire on the back. I fall asleep. We can sit you on the tire on the back. No. True? No. The comfy. We'll probably Just chain him to the back and that way he has to run with the car. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So you're all set. You notice how you're doing lots of prep work? Yeah. We've only missed a couple of things so far. Sadly, unfortunately, it's an important thing. <laughs> oh, you did. You did really well. You got all your bits. No, yeah. she didn't. No, she didn't. You haven't moved shit around. No, Robert you? did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Robert did pretty well. Three out of how many? Ten. What? Okay. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> your salad cream wasn't present. That's funny. I'll play the song, but it's not playing. 
What is it? Because oh. the speakers aren't on. This is where Lindsay's new accent's coming from. You just like strange yeah, people. Not allowed to have bangs anymore. I don't know, man. I like it. I used to have it like that. Yeah. She just likes the sound of different voices. and. She can try and say them at the table and be cool. <sighs> Otherwise, people will be like, oh, beaver. What's that thing? Massive. I've got one like that for the video camera, but it's actually an adapter cord. Yeah, but unfortunately our computer it's the one in the back, but we have one that oh. comes around at least. We got I probably have adapter thing. Bond, no, it's Bond. James Bond. No. Yeah, totally. No. I've got some of you singing. And that's all. I have some of Lindsay singing on audio. <laughs> I've done really well four years and you've not managed I know, I'm just still trying to get you to record Bohemian Rhapsody from. I don't need him. Take them with you. But I will stop it now, as we're at, like, two hours and change. Oh, two and three quarter hours. 